We're not in a position, and I, I see it out there. I see commentary that if you just build great games, everything would turn around. It's just not true that if we go off and build great games, all of a sudden you're going to see console share shift in some dramatic way. We lost, we lost the worst generation to lose in the Xbox One generation where everybody built their digital library of games. There is no world where Starfield's an 11 out of 10 and people start selling their PS5s. That's not going to happen. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight I have a five-man, over-the-top battle royale. Last man standing. We already have one of them throwing in, ready to throw in the towel. All right, already warning us. I right? put out a PSA in the old Loot Bros super secret messenger, and I say, hey, no jibber-jabber tonight. We're going long. We're going hard. And as soon as we turn on the microphones, hey, what time are we getting out of here tonight? Can I go early, boss? It's Kali. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know what? <laughs> see, I you expected see what a long was. No, listen. I I expected a long podcast because, you know, Thomas speaks a lot. So I kind of I kind of budgeted for that. I didn't budget for tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky told everybody he was coming. Like he, he and I were messaging. He's like, "Dude, don't tell him I'm actually not coming tonight." And he gets out of there. He announces he's coming. Joe gets here early with clean underwear. He's ready to go. Fifteen minutes early, and and here we are. I'm just surprised Joe didn't duck me. Yeah, I know he's been. Uh, I, you know, you guys have been kind of ducking each other. So it's been it's been interesting. No, he only shows up to my show when I'm not there. Uh, some would say you leave your own show when Joe shows up. No, no. See, Joe always says, "Oh, y'all come on the show because Tricky's not going to be there." Then, then he comes on my show. He's like, "Oh, uh, see, he bailed already." Look, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he just left the call. Oh, he's back. You see, I, it ain't me. He was joking. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm joking. Well, Fucking technical difficulties. Yeah, it's his and, first yeah, time that, podcasting. He's that, only been that, doing this for years. Still can't figure it out. That's what we'll call it. Joe. In, in, on, in our left corner, we have. The undefeated, undisputed, proven gamer champion. We have Tricky Mate. What's up, brother? I just want to point something out here, Daryl. And I'm I'm here to stir up some shit today. Just to let oh, you know. Oh. Somebody, somebody was talking shit about how he wasn't going to come to my Twitch page because I never listened to his podcast. I just want to point out <laughs> not only am I here listening to the podcast, I'm actually here and he's not. So why would I listen to a? Why would he ask me to listen to a podcast that he's never on? Are you, Are you talking, talking about, about one plot, Zach? First yeah. of all, I at this point I feel like T Diddy is more of a member than Zach is. Sorry, Zach. T Diddy's been on like four straight episodes. He's officially Ooh. a member. Like five straight episodes. <laughs> so he I, he was even on Loot Bros after Dart the other night after uh, somebody else bailed. I I just wonder if Zach actually listens to your show because he's gonna if he hears this and he can say oh. I, I don't listen to you. You don't listen to Loop Bros, but guess what? I'm on Loop Bros. I don't need to listen to it. That's right. 
Sure. Well, here's the thing, right? All right, here's the thing about Zach. Zach is the same guy who joins trophy competitions just to go play his Xbox. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not a not a not a podcaster flaw. Maybe it's not a personality flaw. Maybe it's just like uh, this is me being the little salmon swimming upstream. It's like you don't listen to my podcast, but I ain't gonna be on it. I, I know that's what I'm saying. It's like why would I listen to? Why would you ask me to listen to your show if you're not even gonna be there? That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, he's probably right. doing some family stuff, guys. Let's 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 come some slack. Everybody, uh, make sure you write into uh, the Loot Bros Discord, Loot Bros Podcast Facebook group and say, hey, Zach, sorry about your butt. I'm, I'm putting that in it right now. <laughs> I mean, you will. Like, you will. You're not going to waste any time, are you? Uh, no, I'm, he's doing it right now. I'm doing do it right it. now. Everybody needs to do it. All right. All right. And or directly above Mr. Tricky Mick, we have T. Diddy, a.k.a. Guts. Uh, loving tribute to uh, Berserk, which is one of the best anime slash mangas ever, which is uh, almost uh, 30 years old now, which is wow. Um, cannot say enough about that anime or the manga. If you've never read it, please take the time to do so. Very excited Ooh, to be yeah. here. It's a wonderful panel, wonderful cast. Uh, we have the Macho Man here. And I just want to say one thing about it. I have so much love for this guy because he has dedication to the New York Yankees that he would get a tattoo. I, I would never get a tattoo. I'm sorry. Tattoos are not for me. Uh, but uh, the fact is this guy has love for it. But enough about me. Let's get to the man of the hour, the guest, the, right, the well, guest that's in the place. There he goes. Ooh, yeah. So uh, before we get too crazy oh, with this thing yeah. here, Mr. Macho Man, I want to give <laughs> a little bit of background on how uh, we discovered you. So. Um, you and I have been uh, carrying on some business over the internets these days, and we share a love for, for a certain um, pill pop and uh, disgruntled alcoholic uh, police officer. And uh, you messaged me after uh, <laughs> I, 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 you purchased a video game for me on off of eBay. Yes, sir. And I forget even what I forget how we got the conversation. We started talking about Max Payne, and you're like, "Dude, I, I'm gonna get this thing graded." I, it's like Max Payne's one of my favorites. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Dude, I freaking love Max Payne. That's awesome." And then next thing you know, we're like, uh, "You know, do you want to come on the show? Do we just become best friends?" So, hey, <laughs> oh, I remember yeah, getting right, the right. uh, the when you sent me the game, you put your slip in there about your podcast. So I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I like to support the the Mama Pops podcast. That's what I call it. You know. So I, when you sent that, um, I don't yeah. know. You sent me something in the message, or I sent you something, and I just had to express that I love Max Payne, and and just having the case. So the story is, I was looking for uh, Max Payne one, two, and three. I played the games. I love them. We can go into it later on, but a quick story. I love the games. They're great. So I'm like, I, I want to have them uh, a physical copy of it. So I went on eBay. I know that people sell them, you know, a bunch of different games, usually cheap. So when I found yours, you, I think you had the best price. So I said, all right, great. So I got one, two, and three. I think I only got one from you. And then message you, hey, man, I love this game. It's great. And then that's how we kind of uh, hit it amazing. off. That's amazing. And the funny thing is that I just sent out Max Payne to get graded okay. today. I just sent it out today, uh, along with Halo mm. 2. So um, I will say Halo 2 signed by Steven Downs. I sent it out to get signed by amazing. Master Chief himself. Came back, looks yeah. beautiful. 
sent them both out uh, today to get great. I'm so glad you're able and, to uh, come. Now we'll, we'll go on Max here, a little later, but, like, but it's always uh, good having guests. Thanks for having on. me on. I appreciate and tricky, it. Man. You can, uh, should be fun. This will resonate with you too. It's good having guests, but it's great when you have a guest who's got a professional setup. They got the microphone, the stand. I mean, you're over here rocking it. It's all together. Your Elgato logo popped up earlier. Like, oh, yeah, he's doing everything correctly. It is always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little okay. a little too much money on it but uh i definitely i definitely enjoy using it man but it's Wait, uh so i did some streaming once like, in a while i like to have production about someone like that not too crazy but something that you know kind of so you you I only stream using. every once in a while so you have this professional oh, no this is actually the setup podcast I've whereas joe who has been on our podcast <laughs> for three freaking years <laughs> yeah, can't have he's using a freaking uh off-brand headset like i'm like he sounds like yield over there with a freaking rock band mic yeah. no i do not have a rock band mic inside it sounds of really really how go i would argue yield sounds better same <laughs> Well, let's give Macho Man a lot of credit. Not only is he has an awesome camera, but he has an Elgato El Tango, which is translation a large cat on my on my phone. And his penis. <laughs> oh yeah, nah. that's well. I it looks awesome in the picture, but you had the lights off, so I can't really see the uh, whole six. thing. <laughs> so, got, but that looks fantastic. Be, well, got, yeah. How many is that? Like, well, like three, four, five, five, six, seven. I've got seven right here. That's all? Only six? <laughs> Only seven. Arranging from laptop one for each. One for each Vita? So is that one for Only each? seven. Oh, no, no, no. I'm too oh, short, brother. I got nine Vitas. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm only using two though, so what does it even matter? I got all oh, this. Seven. All right, so here's what we got. By the way, we got Joe as well. We've Joe's kind of been in and out of all the conversation. I, I was gonna say, say you had never properly introduced him. Man of the hour. It's, it's okay. Just, you know, I've only been here for like a month straight for the first time in like eons. So yeah, <laughs> it's like. I, I, it's yeah. technically bail thirty, so I'm just waiting on you not to be here. So you you figure he's been here a month straight, but you know, in that month he didn't uh, actually upgrade to a proper microphone. Mm-hmm. He's got a microphone. I have he's, a proper microphone. I don't just like you. He just know. doesn't use it. No, but I, I use I, it. I just, 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 just want to point out right out. now that all of us, the six of us on the show, the only one with actual headset on is Joe. You know, we all have microphones in front of our faces. Yep, that's right. <laughs> And, and, I, and I just no because I don't I don't game with a headset on. True it's just funny. I game through the PlayStation gamer. Five controller, <laughs> so I don't ever use a fucking headphone to play video games. Hold on, I'm tricky. Tricky and the RGB and the RGB on the side. I give you that. privilege. Holy crap! All right, guys. Well, it is that point in the show where we come together, we toast, and we celebrate to our Patreon producers for the month. So this month we have MZF and Nitro. My name is F and Mayo. We have Static, and we have the uh, I will say rudest person of the month pledging me to play or watch trash anime. That's Maggie. Headphones out. Oh man, I love that Punisher mode. That's dope. Oh, I hate you. I've always said that, dude. I've always said Max Payne the Punisher are so Not too similar. far from Max Payne the like, Punisher. I mean, their stories are almost identical, really. So it's. <laughs> <laughs>
pretty much. Yeah. Did you play the Punisher yeah, game for the PS2 or for the <laughs> Xbox? And did you play the unrated version, which has more animated kills? Yes and no. I played the first one because I don't know if I could even find the uh, unrated one, but I played the first the one game? and there's not very many Punisher games out, but that Punisher game was pretty sick. dope. That Punisher game. That they is correct. Which it seems like and that Punisher Jane game movie, came out around the same time the Thomas Jane movie came out. It was pretty good. I liked it very a lot. Close. I thought he was a great Punisher. I think his supporting cast is unbelievable. Awesome. Dude, John Travolta was a great bad guy. His supporting cast is yeah, a little whack, in that You know movie. what I'm saying? Like, there's some. Yeah. yeah. They got the lip piercings. And then you had. Was... Ben Foster. Ben Foster was the. Um, the it was guy just with a little campy. Piercing. You know, like the, great, the supporting great actor, cast though. Great campy. actor. But just. Um, Froggy I, I know you, or whatever the fatter guy was. That might, that might be the one from Dodo. Um, and then you had Rebecca Romain Stamos playing his uh, love interest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca Romain. Well, I don't think we have to have the Stamos anymore. (laughs) She's divorced now. Uh, He's talking about Rebecca Romain. She's just lettuce now. She's she's no longer married to John. So, Warzone. Warzone. I will say that uh, Warzone was was my favorite Punisher movie, but he wasn't a good Punisher, in my opinion. That's more like a snuff film, though. Yeah. I thought he did a good job as Punisher. I really agree. Did. He was okay. Very I stiff. I think my favorite. I'm, I'm going to just throw that out. Like, I thought that guy was. I, yeah. I think. I don't know, well, man. That, I that's who the part. Uh, I mean, uh, John Bernthal. The, the Punisher's not very. Uh, doesn't talk very much. Because he almost has that. He almost has that Batman brokenness. Like, I'm a borderline yeah, psychopath because of the trauma I've gone through. And then, of course, they really leaned into his military background. So, but there's one scene where he's like all busted up and he's leaning up against a tombstone and he's talking to Red, which is what he calls Daredevil. And he's talking about how much he loved his wife, you know? And he was just talking about how, like, that, that one person that just takes your breath away, that takes your words away, you know? And he just like goes in this whole big, like, you know, and, Dude, it was so, so good. It had me, like, tearing up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, my freaking allergies. Dang, I'm cats. Yep. But, I mean, and, and that's what I was hearing, <laughs> but it was Did they play that so 80s good. song, T- Take My Breath Away, too? <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with you. It's just that um, I think that I wish that the Punisher is not a very hard character to understand. Uh, and he's not a very hard character to to make an adaptation of a movie or a game. He's very pretty straightforward. I just wish that Netflix. Oh, I would say Netflix did a great job with him. I just wish that some things because I'm a very big comic book guy when it comes to the Punisher. Um, I just wish that yep. I'm not n- not bashing him at all. I'm uh, John Bernthal. I just wish he was a little taller. And they would have just like some of the makeup, like kept his hair. Yeah, I don't like yeah. when they cut his, like shave his hair. And they would let him let him wear the skull more often. I it's just that I don't yeah, I don't want to yeah, watch yeah. him wear the skull in the last five minutes of the last episode of that the last season. Scene I want to watch him wear the skull for at least dude, six episodes out of, out of ten. That was that, so that, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, isn't 
that was so awesome. Yep. It's just little things like that. I just wish it's a great series. I just wish that they would let him wear the shirt more often and give him more of mm-hmm. that um that tactical yep. body armor with it's, the skull on it. it again, it's similar to like a Batman thing where like yeah, the skull represents that's, that, that's really fear that's all I and ask. vengeance and what's coming for you. So like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, and that was one of the things I loved the most about Pretty the easy Thomas makeup. Shane Punisher. It's not hard to put a shirt on somebody. Skull <laughs> was just a skull shirt that his son no. bought him. And then when he was washed up after the the whole family got shot, it was like all like runny. Like, dude, I freaking I popped when he pulled that thing out of the water, and it was like all messed up, or whatever. That was freaking cool. So, all right, guys. Well, I, we can talk. I can talk Punisher all freaking night, dude. That's I mean, screw all this other stuff. <laughs> so yeah, we're definitely going to have to come back to that one <laughs> yeah. on another day. But here, what man. we're here for tonight <laughs> is to talk about two major topics. So we're going to kind of push through the show a little faster than usual, and I say a little faster in quotations. You know, you know how this thing rolls. We may end up all over the place, but we're going to start with our guest. All right, our guests, and we're going to go around the table, Macho. What have you been playing recently? Uh, recently? Okay. So I've been playing three games, two multiplayer, one uh, single player. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Jedi Wars. Fallen Order? The, not the sequel that just came out. The first one. Uh, I, 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 and I follow Order. How's that map? Um, slack a little bit, but I'm playing it. I'm enjoying sucks. it. It reminds me of a lot <laughs> of like Souls games. That map <laughs> so uh, uh yeah yeah i i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of some of the how how tough it is i i, I play it i deal with it but i will say this it's a good fresh refresh of star wars away from the movies away from the shows i like it it's very grounded very straightforward the second game i'm playing is world of warcraft i'm a big wow fan i've been playing since high school 2007 actually 2006 still playing it playing with my buddies uh I'm, I'm, I love the game. I'm still playing Ooh. it. I'm enjoying it a lot. And third is Halo. Halo <laughs> Infinite. I know a lot of people don't like it that much, but I'm a big Halo fan. So uh, those are three games I'm playing. I'm enjoying them. Are you playing classic World of Warcraft or current World of Warcraft? Retail. I'm playing I'm playing modern. Modern okay. World of Warcraft. I try going back and holding There's smokes. There's a difference, it people. Is dated. <laughs> it is very dated. So uh, I said that I'll stick with the uh, the uh, modern. I do have a friend that does play re- uh, the the classic, and he enjoys broken. it. The classic. I, I tried it. I just though. can't go back, man. It's like once I go forward, I'm going straight. Uh, but I, it, I mean, it's having it's it has issues, but I mean, it's not broken enough to the point that people aren't playing it. There's so many people still playing it, and there's a lot of updates. Updates every Tuesday, so it's there's broken, uh, uh, but it's such a huge game that's going to be broken sometimes. I, I but Blizzard's Warcraft pretty good with updates on every day, Tuesday. Like, long time ago, but. Classic is basically the same exact game, just redone with better graphics. Not at all. Actually, it's 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 so the regular the game with the same then? old I, graphics I that it was about 15, 16 years ago. People just want to play Classic because a lot of the game has changed over time. Uh, you know, just uh, well, leveling, graphics, gameplay, different features, different technicalities. A lot of things have changed, and maybe a good portion of people didn't like it. So they're like, "Hey, we're gonna bring back classic, so you can go back so, all the so way back to where WoW the came out the first at the time original and replay without, it like you're playing it for the first time all over again." Got it. Okay. 
vanilla, straight up vanilla. That's literally what they call it. Yeah, and it, it like I said, it, it's definitely not for me. I tried it, but it's it's kind of nostalgic, I say. And people like the game has definitely gotten easier. Understood. And people like a challenge that they had back in the day, so they want to relive that challenge again. So nothing's changed. It's it's, it's crazy. It's like a re-release. It's not a remake. It's not a reboot. It's a re-release of the original servers. It's it's pretty cool. It's a hit. People are loving it, and they're actually doing the expansions over again. Understood. So awesome, who knows if we'll catch up awesome. to where we're at now? What you but people are really enjoying it. Sir, I am currently playing. Uh, I just got it. It's on sale. It's um Mickey. Mickey Storm and the Cursed Mass, which was on sale for the PSN Network for ten dollars for my child to try out, and it's basically kind of like a kind of like a puzzle game that you kind of use your jet skis or like a little hoop or whatever, and it's really interesting and it's much more difficult than I expected. I thought it was like, oh, this is a simple kids game, easy puzzles, you know, going through stuff. No, it is actually complicated and hard, but I do recommend it uh, for the price. If it's still on sale for ten dollars, please pick it up. Uh, of course, my usual enemies, which is uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley, yeah. followed by Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is much, much better than the first one. The first one was okay, but this one, man, is just super dark, and Cal is like, I mean, if if you thought anybody should turn to the dark side, it should be Cal, considering he's also wow. Joker in the Gotham wow. TV series. Wow. Spoiler alert for people who didn't watch Gotham, is no longer on the air, um, so screw you. Uh, and then um, Sackboy, because Sackboy is super awesome. And then uh, Hogwarts Legacy for the PS4, even though I already have it for the PS5, but I had bought the Deluxe Edition, which came with the PS5, uh, PS4 version, which was finally released a couple of weeks ago. And I can play it downstairs, just like Daryl can play his stuff downstairs when he buys the one that has the Deluxe versions right. on the PS4 as well, which you've said numerous times in other podcasts. So those are my current enemies, and I am really enjoying this um mickey storms and the cursed mask uh i, I don't know what the story is because all i do is i just hit buttons i'm like my child i have no idea what's supposed to go on i'm just going to, just going through each individual thing and uh let me just say again to our guest uh so thankful to have you here you guys are amazing and awesome i love all the posters in the background Dallas, max Payne. super super cool especially the max Payne love man there's so much appreciation for him and of course you got gerald as well um shout out to um netflix uh the last season of the real witcher of the real gerald so that's it for me i had a quick question before you go on are you playing on pc uh star wars or on console on console sir i can't afford a master pc that is for someone like kalai who is the master of the pc um also, a big shout out to Kalai and her Driftcast. Uh, she'll be doing a big Nintendo breakdown of um, one of the greatest series of all time, Zelda. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, I wish I was like Kalai. I can never thank Kalai enough. She's awesome. You know, amazing. just a, just a and, uh, uh, real quick you know, about me. You know, I also but love for her big and Driftcast. So I'm really good at baiting. So I'm also a master at that. Diddy, I got I got a question for you, sir. Exactly how much did Kalai have to pay you to say all those nice things about him? Yes, sir. She did not have to pay me anything. 
The fact is that she took time out of her busy day of playing uh, Scarlet Nexus to help me do some editing. Um, and trust me, I am very difficult to deal with when I've been dealing with a child all day long and my attention span is gone. So it was like talking to a to a five-year-old child, which I was currently dealing with before I came up there to deal with her. Um, and so I really appreciate the time she took and the patience she took for basically like, is this guy mentally ill? No, I was just tired because I've dealt with a child all day long. And I just didn't have the energy and I just did everything I could. So much love and respect to somebody who went uh, time out of the day. And uh, also um, one more thing, just before I get up out of here, uh, shout out to your people collide. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm sorry for your yeah, tragedy. I was going to the end of the show. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, God is Facebook always with us. I'm sorry to hear about the loss. Yeah, it was, it was very shocking. Thank you. And, and just for the record, I love Kalai, you know, but. I I have to give her a little bit of shit. She, yeah, she deserves it. Kalai, <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? I, I thought, did we talk about Tricky? Did he do go? He no, we, we still got Tricky and Joe to go, but they got to go together because they're, you know, feuding and stuff. I actually have been playing uh, Scarlet Nexus. Um, I'm really enjoying that game. It's a really fantastic action RPG Uh anime type game so if anybody feels like it they should make daryl play it <laughs> god no please i'm all animated out <laughs> i only got only got room for for one vomit a day and then i've been playing slay the spire i've been kind of busy so i haven't really had a chance to play much i'm very excited for tomorrow because i'm gonna be playing the new zelda game if, uh, if, if it's a zelda game it's not. And I want to give a shout out to my husband, Jim, who 100%ed Vampire Survivors. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. All right. Is that it, Kalai? Yeah, that's it for oh, me. Shit. All right. Tricky Mick, what you got, brother? All right. Well, before I go into what I'm playing, just want to apologize to Macho and to T. Diddy if they've never heard me on a podcast before. I give a lot of shit, but I'm actually a nice, very nice guy. Tricky's a good guy. Did we call him good guy, Tricky? Are you triggered? I'm offended. Triggered! I'm so offended. Oh, wait, My feelings wait, wait. are hurt. We should hurt. also preference, guys. And he's not. He's not really I coughing up along, up So don't worry. He's no, fine. I, I, I smoke like 15 cigarettes a podcast. Just so you. Know. Yes, he does. It's <laughs> the only way to make it through. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only way I can deal with Kalai and Joe. So, um. Well, currently, right now, I'm playing Jedi Survivor, but it's on pause because I'm going through a cutscene, <laughs> and I wanted to hear what you're saying, but I also wanted to hear what you guys were saying. That's why I don't play video games while I podcast. I'm being unprofessional. You know, I, I yell at my guys all the time. Stop playing sh- games while we're podcasting. You'll focus. And then now I'm like, yes, I'm doing it. The, the, differ- the difference between your guys <laughs> is the... Hold on, hold on, Daryl. Kalai, I fucking hate you. Unopportune <laughs> <laughs> moments when he doesn't realize... Hey, I'm really, I'm really a good guy. I often hate you. No, the difference between our guys and your guys is tricky. Your guys freaking get super quiet. They get super distracted. And then when it's their turn to talk, they're like, uh, well, no. What was the question? No. no, no. Well, on Alex, once you get him talking, he doesn't shut up for like five minutes and repeats the same thing four or five times. I'm like, dude, you made your point. Shut the fuck up. Let's move on. <laughs> so, so he's like Roberto. Then, then he complained, oh, well, the show was two hours long. I'm like, well, yeah, we had to listen to you say the same thing five times. Like, that's why, you know, if you if you shut up after you made your point, maybe the show would only be 45 minutes. 
And he's like, hey, and then Yield's like, hey, it's your turn to talk. Maybe uh, it's maybe it's tricky. Uh, didn't read the articles verbatim. The show will be shorter too. Hey, speaking of, let's spice things up a little bit. IGN gets a whole lot of rub from you guys, and I'm a little alarmed. Well, Everything's well, I, from Joe Scribbles and somebody else with a made up name. Let's get some dual shockers in there. <laughs> let's get some freaking push square. Let's get some. Well, okay, get the Daily Wire on there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, to be fair, I go to IGN a lot because. That's just the one source I go to to get all the. You're a shill. Um, I will never, ever, ever in my life, uh, do an article from Dual Shockers because they're those guys are a bunch of pieces of shit. Uh, they love anime. I don't know how if they're good guys or bad guys, but. Uh, backstory with Dual Shockers. You, you ready? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm ready. Gonna, I'm gonna throw some dirt on you. Uh, dirt out there for you guys. Put dirt in your eye. Dual Shockers was actually started. Uh, by a friend of mine here mm, in San Francisco. Okay. Okay. And I gave him the idea for the website and offered originally to do Trophy Horse for them. Okay. The guy took my idea and started the website before I started Proving Gamer and basically shut me out of it. So it's like an Apple and Windows kind of thing. Yeah, he. I, I helped him get his site up and launched, and then once he was launched, he's like, "Fuck you, go do your own thing." So okay, okay, Bill Gates. I guess I see that. But now, but now they wound up selling Dual Shockers to a European country, so it's not even owned by him anymore. But I'm just pissed that the guy made some money off of my idea and never okay. gave me credit for it. But at least it wasn't ten cent. Could be that communist money. Uh, Carly is crying behind me, so I'm gonna have to go. That's your. Her. That's your pup. Yeah, she's uh, my baby girl. There you go. Do your thing. It's it's your nemesis Joe's turn. Oh, hold on. Uh, I wasn't going to tell you what I was playing. Oh, you were talking about your boy Dual Shockers. Yeah, I figured you said you were going to take, yeah, no, well, you you, take care of your dog. No, well, yeah. you said you, you, you referenced Dual Shockers. I just want to put, put that out there. The reason we yeah. got I Here's my question is like, whenever the Dual Shockers, uh, if they see each other in the wild, do they do this number here? Yeah, they're like, oh! It's like, <laughs> they're like, hey, I'm, a, I'm a gamer! <laughs> <laughs> they run up to they run up to each other and like yeah. <laughs> I will tell you the one time I did attend Dual Shockers event, so to speak, and I'm using quotations, it was at a shitty ass place that was roach infested. So New York. Yes. Quickly I'll play Jedi Survivor and play in the division and <laughs> that's it. And now I gotta go feed my dog. Two. One is the better one. Here's my question for you, Tricky. Why are you not playing games that have actual rare trophies so that you can represent on the trophy rarity event? Well, maybe I am, but I'm maybe I am, but I'm keeping it quiet. You say that, but you know what? Because I told I told Gareth what I'm going to do is the last week of December, I'm gonna unhide a bunch of trophies and I'm gonna jump up like two thousand points. Uh Oh no! It's just, it's just, it's just like five people, and they're Does all friends. People still play the division <laughs> too. Um, it's an honest question. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a blood pack. Uh, they just did three... an expansion like about a couple of months ago. <laughs> for it. I, I'm not tricky. There's okay, three NPCs. So. There's two Trigger. actual people. No, it's, a, it's tricky. <laughs> Tross, and then a bunch of alternate accounts. <laughs> I was their alternate accounts so they could get the trophies. I wasn't gonna pick on you this episode. You just opened the floodgates now, so. 
Well, isn't uh, that why he has uh, he 10 monitors? Because yes. yeah. <laughs> he's all 10 people in the division. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to the dark zone. We're going to the dark zone. Oh, wait, that's me over here in the dark zone. All right, we got to go fight. Drop the loot. Drop the loot. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I I just didn't. I I did not know. So I, you were going to ask a question. Also, play when anthem. I, like, you uh, you could have said anthem. What, what, like the what, same what thing. <laughs> no, the question was. Um, they just did a new expansion a couple of months ago for it because they're always doing updates for it. So I was wondering if you were playing one of the new expansions. Or are you just going back and playing some of the old stuff and leveling the characters up? No, added, well, well, I think what okay, five more every season uh, they come out with new loot, new exotics, more like rare loot. Actually, actually, next oh. month is their uh, their last, and I say last with quotation marks, their last update, which is releasing a new game mode called Descent, which is going to be really cool. It's going to be a uh, if you play the Division One, it's going to be a combination of survival and the West Side Piers. Where you get it's a simulation, so I'm gonna that's gonna start with a uh it's season eleven, but they're gonna, they're calling it inner life. I am a skills based guy. Um, what's I your loadout of choice? The turret and the secret mines, and my secret mines hit for about four point okay. three billion on every hit. So you got b- nunchuck skills and bow staff skills. No, that's got the knights. All right, listen, I gotta take Ooh. my hands off. My dog's gonna keep wide. Let me go feed her. I was gonna drop a dookie in your floor waiting on you. Old stink nugget for tricky. All right, what you got, Joe? What you been playing? Uh, so I beat a few games this week. Um, I finished uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core uh, Reunion for PS5. That is a fantastic game. Everyone should play it. About how long that take you? What's up? Yes, yes. Very what a great ending. ending. Yeah, and with a great ending. It's interesting what well, they're doing. Well, it's sad, but it's great Seven with Zach's character. If you've never played the game, you wouldn't know what I was talking about. If you didn't play both of them, you wouldn't know what I was talking about. But it's very, I want, I want to see what they're going to do with, you know, Rebirth because it's going to be interesting. Um, right now, I'm currently playing the PS4 version because I don't need to actually watch cutscenes anymore and I can just blast with the game, just get trophies, just be another game. And when I'm on a podcast, I don't like to play things with story because I can't actually pay attention to it. Um, I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy because that's what came up on my Wheel of Destiny. The Wheel of Destiny, aka the Wheel of Death. Now you're uh, so transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they don't have any Twilight video games to play. Tricky, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's one or the why? other. So why do you hate trans people again? Jesus God. Uh, <laughs> hey, like six. How maybe long? Seven. How it's long is long. that game? Uh, Final no, Fantasy. It took me twelve it's like five hours, hours long. It's not very long. Is it? A few uh, enemies. Well, so it's not very long at was, like, all. Okay. Game. Other than that, it was pretty, pretty easy, breezy, breezy. Like the last boss was a joke. Like once I had the right like setup, I just I destroyed it in like thirty seconds. I I read a statistic earlier that said every time someone buys um, Hogwarts Legacy, a trans person right. person loses their wings. Oh, man. True story. <laughs> so, uh, Loop Bros does not condone or boycott. Boycott. Not gonna go I'm not going to go, go, not gonna go in that spiel every episode. Like, I have to go because I fucking get banned from everything. We don't, we don't condone trans people losing their wings. 
Just, just for the record, the views of the page on this podcast do not reflect my job at all. These specifically come from the Department of the New York Department of Sanitation. Joe, ah, ah, you're gonna get me in trouble. I actually got suspended off of something I said. What I want to know is why you have an anti-trans symbol on your hopper. Jesus. Anybody's listening to this? I don't. Oh my god! Tricky said, "I love trans. I, I I love trans so much. I am trans. I would never hate it." Jesus! I beat Cobra Kai Dojo Rising. Oh, don't god, play that man. game. Just don't do it. Don't hate yourself. It's terrible. It's very. Yeah, it was bad. Was the it first was one so really good? Yeah, Show's I like the first one a lot. Two, right? The first one was pretty fun. Okay, I played one. One one wasn't that bad. It's the first one was crap, good. I, I was thinking of getting crap. the second one. Then I was it's like, pretty bad. It's well, pretty it, bad. it looks like, like don't I got crap. to the last boss, and the difficulty spike was like one of those difficulty spikes ah. that you experience in like a Souls game where all of a sudden you're like cruising, and then all of a sudden you get hit by a brick wall. Terry Silver just whooped the shit out of me like over and over and over again. And then I just like mashed the square button. I was like, you're done, bro. I'm just going to get you in a corner. I'm going to kick you in the corner. I'm just going to beat on you until you die. And I did that, and then I did it again for, like, the next cutscene. And, like, you ever, like, play a game, and you have, like, that moment of, like, oh, crap, I finally beat that boss that I've been stuck on for, like, days? That's exactly what happened. God, Harley! Damn it! I was like, damn, I finally finally was able to beat that thing. sense of clarity. And once I beat him, I was like, oh, crap, there's no absolute trophy for beating this game? What a a joke. Like, this chapter was so difficult, and there's no trophy for... It's like... It's like, that is the worst, by the way, for those ga- for for games like that where they don't have like a platinum at the even, end. Like, They're like, "Oh yeah, they're like going to give you a couple of gold like, and a couple of silver." But oh, by like, the way, we're not giving worse you a platinum. Than when you beat a game, and you don't get a trophy. Too mu- uh, too much, but it's like twenty. And how much did you? Kali knows the funny. How much story did you spend on that? Like a Nemesis version on sale for like seven ninety nine, and I thought so, it was just DLC. No, it was all of the DLC and the game for seven dollars. I bought the more expensive twenty three dollar version. Which is just the standard version. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how that fucking happened. Apparently, because I don't level up in video games either, so. It's probably why you didn't get your trophy. <laughs> so, so you could have just easily went to the PlayStation Network. There went, you go. Went down to like whatever right their sale is. Right found like some games oh, no. like Jumpin' Taco or Jumpin' Burger. Paid a dollar. Paid, paid, paid a dollar. Paid a dollar ten and got like Five or and, six gold and trophies, and then a platinum, and you, you spent $23 and didn't even get a second. We got to clarify stuff here. Jumping Taco has 75 trophies. You'd be in and out in two minutes. What are you talking about? 75 trophies? <laughs> yeah. And, and you get in under two minutes. That's right. How many times oh, you got in the platinum? Get under two minutes. They did. <laughs> Well, they should have gave you a trophy just for buying it. <laughs> you get trophies. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you're right. I, I still got a bunch of spam that I got to go through that I bought last year. There you go. There you go. Do you want my taco, Benny? Do you want my taco? <laughs> taco flavored kisses for my Ben. I, I said our trophy was, it got so bad we buy the spam that I actually bought the game Stroke the Spider. <laughs> He's like, I, I ain't going to play it, but you I got to like buy close, it. You just like close your eyes and hope that it's just pressing X to beat it. It's literally all it is. You have to press. You have to press X a thousand times. Close your eyes, and you can't see the spiders if you close your eyes. I, well, what I did was I when I got the platinum the first time, I just 
I, I started up the game and then I turned off my TV. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Hades. Hades is fun. If you haven't played Hades, it's a dope. Uh, it it's it's challenging. I would say, Hades. oh, amazing! Super hard, by the way. It's so beautiful that it makes me like wish beautiful that artwork. Dead Cells was beautiful that artwork. beautiful, but it's not. I just think Dead Cells is a better game overall, just because of the mechanics and just how de- how deep it is and how many like <laughs> Dead Cells. Like, I, just, I don't know. I just really love Hades. Really love is very it. deep. I I don't think it's as deep. As Dead Cells, it's it's deep, but I, I think the pool is like a five foot deep pool, whereas like I want to swim in an eight foot deep pool. See, I felt the opposite. Where my feet I don't f- touch the ground. I felt Dead Cells wasn't as deep. Yeah, it takes ten. You have to beat the game ten well, times Hades to will get, get the ending. With the sequel coming out, That's insane. Why? Hades. Why? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I played it on <laughs> PC and well, you got a trophy. Jim almost one hundred percent that game. <laughs> um, but it's got the stories. See, the story is much deeper in Hades. Well, I have oh yeah. Well, I mean, because there's because there's actually a fucking story in that game. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that kind of takes like the more traditional route of a roguelike where there's kind of no story involved whatsoever. It's like, hey, just go kill some shit, get the loot. If you die, you know you keep you keep certain things. You don't keep other things, and I think that's kind of how it works. So, you know, it's it's yeah, but it's a Bastion. Bastion yep. was yep. a pretty yes, good game. The same phenomenal. people that made Bastion. Um, and I, uh, Transistor was the other one. That is correct. Transistor is really good and just beautiful. great indie, beautiful games. Uh, quick little a little fun fact that a guy that used to work at GameSpot.com left gamespot.com uh that did reviews and content for that and left to go to That's that awesome. company that now makes those games his whole dream was to make video games and he left to, to that company it's just pretty cool i used to watch his reviews and he's like one day he was like hey guys i'm leaving gamespot i'm gonna go do Dang. what i want to do make video <laughs> games nice. a couple years down the road bastion comes out yeah. he's part of that <laughs> Yes, I agree. Just, just, just cool. Yeah, like, like it's almost like how I can't Kotaku. watch Game Explain anymore. Uh, Kotaku, all the way, guys. I can't watch Game Explain anymore either. That's how Game Informer, dude. I was a Game Informer loyalist. Like, I loved Game Informer. Not anymore. Oh, man. fired all their good writers. They're all the former like, on the show. I got to go because somebody just said Kotaku not anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> you just broke. It's like I can't brain. be affiliated with a podcast. I, this is sarcasm. I, I'm not religious at all, but that that was blasphemous right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty blasphemous. Tricky said, "I found religion on that one, just so I can go pray for it you." Blasphemous. <laughs> yeah, other- you can't even joke about it. That's how bad it is. Oh yeah, four out of ten. Too much water. Oh, seven, seven, well, at seven, least it's seven, like IGN's review about too it's water. too much water. Dude, Kelly Clegg still gets shit to this day. <laughs> I feel so bad for her, but like I don't, she gets she sucks. shit. She, she, I don't like her as a reviewer either, and I think she's don't way too obsessed with with what she reviews. Yeah. She only gets like, and she has no opinion outside of that category of games. The only thing worse than Kotaku is uh, comic I just, com. Yeah, I just listen. You Dude, know, I like calling just because morning you orders. can't use their website. It's the most. Let's say, like, it's a jank it's, website, though. Yeah. Because every oh, single article on there is clickbait. And you click on it, it's like, oh, you think you can find something? It's like, no, just repeat the news that somebody released three days ago. Yep. 
Hey, at least they wait three days to copyright people. <laughs> <laughs> CBR's garbage, dude. They're a whack. Well, look, man, they're very good at their clickbait because they know most people go to their website or a bunch of like fat, overweight dudes. Like, do you want to lose weight now? Tails? Are you bald? You yes, tails? I am both of those things. Hey, well, um, come. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to exactly. jump into some games that I've been playing lately. And then I want to come back to something on the mail order bride thing. Oh, wait, I played one more thing. Oh, God. Well, I did one more thing. See, help I watched us. hockey. I watched playoff hockey because my, my team's still in the playoffs. Unlike someone's team on this podcast who's out of the playoffs. Oh, because we eliminated your ass. Well, listen, one more goal by the Hurricanes. You guys are out of the playoffs too. So I know. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm watching the game as as we're recording, and I'm I'm on pins and needles because this is it now. Now we either got to score or we go home. I would just like to note that Professional Joe is playing a video game while and watching, watching a hockey, hockey game and still participating in the conversation, Kali. With an RGB headset that's probably not close enough to his mouth. No, it's no, no it's, it's plenty close. When I edit the show, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "It's fine." It's totally oh, yeah. fine. Would you drink it, a it sounds like he's yelling into the microphone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't need more than it. He just pulled out his big black dildo. It is. Apparently, yeah, it's this, that's what I call it. I'm a Devils fan. I'm a Devils fan. Yeah, well, I'm a Devils fan. Uh, yeah. So, what's your team? Oh, Macho, you're what's your team? You going for? My team's out. He has a Yankees tattoo, Tricky. Oh, uh, How did you miss that? We tattooed on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're done now. <laughs> I was born there. Okay. Born there, raised raised in Florida, man. But I'm, I'm I like the Rangers, I like okay. the Yanks, I like can, the Giants. Can, and, uh, since I have the Rangers, a, a legit Ranger up, and then the, they just the fall the apart, and that was okay. a game over. So no, no, no. Hey, I Joe, bought a Ranger hat the other day. Joe, Joe's not going to let me get through this, but as a as a legit Ranger fan, okay, can we not say it was a good series? And that the Rangers were the better team, but the Devils goalie just played his ass off, and that's why the Devils beat the Rangers. Uh, Shut up, Joe. I mean, I, he's he's definitely a factor. I'm not going to say it's, it was solely on him, but I mean, that guy played his heart out. I, I missed one of the games, but I, it, the Rangers just fell asleep after the first two wins. I think they got way too comfortable. They're like, "Hey, we got two wins in the bag. Oh, it's the Devils. Let's <laughs> let's let's nonchalant." And the Devils. All right. So so here's my oh. question, guys. As someone who just recently purchased <laughs> I think, I his first New Rangers uh, hat and two <laughs> NHL games this past week, I'm looking to pick a, a an NHL team to to support. Why would you pick the don't Hurricanes? Do, don't choose. Really live there. You literally live there. Don't don't choose the Rangers; they'll break your heart. Pick the Hurricanes. Just pick the Hurricanes. You're actually a good team too. Yeah, you have a good team for years. Where are the Hurricanes located? Because we have the Inferno here. Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. Uh, see, Northern South Carolina, we don't get along too good. Uh, I'm trying to think what the closest is. That would make yeah, me a bandwagon yeah. fan. I mean, if I pull for the Rangers now, that on, right now, after they just got served good, a big so. fat L, that makes me a real fan, right? Listen, yeah, I mean, you want to be a real fan. I, I, like I just, just want to know, and like any Ranger fan will tell you, Come Toronto join. and the NHL, they hate the Rangers. <laughs> Tricky, do you have a large head or a small head? I have a large head. Okay. You guys send me that? Well, I thought about it, but then, I mean, the resale value is like 35 bucks plus shipping, so I was like, ugh. <laughs> Damn. It's really nice. It's really nice. There you go. See, that's yeah. I, got, that's I guess hat, that man. makes my yeah, decision for me. Max Payne would approve. No, so I've been Max telling my wife because we've been eating out a hat. bunch when we when the house was doing the 
we're doing the renovation stuff and I've been watching <laughs> a lot of sports and I was like, man, I've been really itching to get back and do some hockey. Cause it's been so long, which I think I said that a few weeks ago or last week on the, on the show. But that being said, I, this past week I picked up two NHL games. I'm like, it's, it's fate. You know, picked up my first NHL hat. Listen, by, by far. And I, hockey is the best sport out there. Every other sport. Best play, it's the best playoff sport. Yes. It's, uh, the be- it's the best playoff sport. Professional wrestling. Come on, guys. Let's get no, it. To watch live in person. So good. I, I, I love baseball, but it's too slow for action. Football is good game, but they're pussifying it with all their rougher, new rules. Rougher. Yeah. It, now, now you can't even sack the quarterback. And like, come on. That's part of the game. Hockey? I don't care what anybody says. Do you, the hockey players hit hit harder than any football player ever would, and then the player gets back up and starts skating back and getting back into play. There, there was a legit story where a guy had a heart attack on the ice. They got him out, got him into the locker room, recovered him, and the first question he said when he asked when they woke him up was, "Is the game still going? Can I get back in the game?" That's a hockey player right there. I would argue that the NBA is giving a real, real run for the tough, money man. when it comes to wimpy sports. I've been watching a lot of the NBA lately, and these boys, they they sell harder than a pro wrestler, and Bro. they're making less contact than pro wrestlers. Dolph, these these Dolph, dudes walk Dolph by Ziggler. each other, and they're like, Dolph Ziggler looks sad. It wasn't even. It wasn't even LeBron. It was, it was like three or four other dudes tonight. They, we were watching um, the, uh, the Boston, Boston, and, uh, Boston. Yeah, yeah. And all green hair boy and some other dude got into it. <laughs> it's like well, you well, guys. Are... Boston blew him out, right? They blew him out. Yeah, yeah. They were kicking butt, dude. Oh, so it's going to game seven. Problem is, the basketball. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. it's like incentive. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like if yeah, something just pushes extra, you, yeah. it's an incentive to make it look as good as you can so you can get that so you can get that that goal but i i will say this i i, I agree with you i love baseball oh, baseball is like probably my i think it is my favorite sport but I, I will say sometimes i have to be doing something else while watching the yankees play i can't just i can't just be watching it because i can do so much more i could study i could baseball play a game, requires you though to do so many different things there's so many things going on that people don't understand unless you're an actual fan so like let's say you're there's someone on second but but there but there's there's one out so will you do a sacrifice bunt? Will you basically do a sacrifice up the ground and get him to third? So there's a lot of strategy going on, but the the average fan or the average person doesn't see that. So it, baseball really is a thinking man's game because there's so much that's involved that's not being seen. Listen, the best thing and about, there's so many strategies the upon strategies. The, the best thing about baseball that you don't is even that know I can go get a jump taco platinum mm-hmm. in between pitches. Like chess, yeah. That's right. Here's the thing. No, no, he still can. Well, the they changed that. Absolutely. They changed that. They made it faster now. Now you have to pitch the ball faster. Pitch count. Within fifth. He can I, still I do think, it. I think that pitch count is absolutely super He can still go. It's really he just has to speed pitchers, up just a little bit. A lot of veteran pitchers just don't know, how to, they don't know how to adapt to it. Oh, man. I think I'm the only one that likes it because yeah. I'm sick of the guy when you're the bat. The guy bat you know, every so pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong dude you know what dude, the, the pitch where they gotta do something 10 times or their whole mind ain't right it's like, they gotta, gotta do this stuff. with their bat like seven times yes. between every pitch yes oh dude. yeah i gotta i gotta reset i gotta reset <laughs> so, <laughs> the pitcher made eye contact i gotta do the game <laughs> 
Ridiculous. Oh, now, so is the pitch count in the video game? I didn't even check. Can I ask today. a question? I, I thought Clyde was sleeping over there. <laughs> Shit. No, no, she's over there making the stink face because she's like, oh, they're talking about sports, which is just a turn-based RPG, which she loves. <laughs> so I don't understand why you have any, any qualms wow, at all. Wow, that's the greatest analogy for sports I've ever heard. That's just <laughs> that's what it is. It's a turn-based RPG. Oh, my yes, God. Are we going to hear what you're playing? Yeah, I've been playing a turn-based RPG called Sports. I've been playing Madden 13. <laughs> That's what, exactly what it is. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Fantasy football D&D like, for, oh, for the jocks, man. I don't care. <laughs> like she's being assaulted every time we talk about it. But it's like, it's like, oh, I've been playing this turn-based anime game where we're like, we're seriously doing the exact same thing. You go, then I go, then you go, well, then I go. Well, in my defense, Scarlet Nexus is not a turn-based. It's an action RPG, which I did state. Whoa, now okay. she's getting angry. There's an exception to every rule. I've been playing Madden 13 on the Vita. I have most of the trophies. The trophies I'm working on now are super, super annoying, and it might just be because I'm garbage. Uh, but I've, I'm missing four trophies plus the platinum, so five trophies total. Um, this one, I've been doing a lot with the GTTSC this week, so we've been playing a lot of games to score mega points. Also, I've shot up the ranks top 10 status on the rarity event. You know, Unlike Tricky Mick, I actually know what the top 10 looks like. I have a seat at the table, soon to be the head of the table. But hey, you know, who's counting? You'd be the tribal chief of the. <laughs> Acknowledge <Yes>. me. <laughs> uh, hey. Dude, I'm saying. You threw me back it, to 2011, man. I, I play my Vita. I'm playing all the time. Madden this is in the Vita. Is that Vita 1, 2, 3, 4, smoke. You know, this actually might be the first Vita I ever purchase because i've already worn the logo <laughs> off the bottom or the barcode off the bottom you know what you need to do is you need to like take a knife and just inscribe like the numbers at the back but just so you know maybe yeah yeah it's a memory it's like little little memory the cards. ps the vita Nintendo does not Switch have discs no umds am i correct on that so. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I haven't. I, I, oh, I had a PSP yes. and it was great. I would never forget the first <laughs> movie I ever got in the UMD. Yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil. Right there. Oh my gosh. I'm like, this is the future. Resident Evil, this is the, the Punisher, future. Max Payne. There were no like iPhones. <laughs> yeah. It's not happening. Dude, Dude all those. Oh, they were great. All the mm -hmm. movies were on there. I'm like, yeah. there were no iPhones to do it. So it's like the UMD disc and you put it, I'm watching. It on a plane. Mm, I'm like this is the future, two. and now, now yeah. not so much. I have Spider-Man two. I have Spider-Man two that. in there. I had that in Shallow Hell. Might have been two. She's got a tail. It was two. The only UMD I ever watched on the, the only UMD I ever watched on the PSP was uh Hostel. Shallow, oh yeah, Shallow Hell. Can you believe? So I just saw the other day someone in one of the PSP Facebook groups oh, I'm in was selling the man. complete box set, all eight UMDs from the Harry Potter series. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't know that existed either. So, yes, they have the entire minute, box They have set, movies all from eight the movies. The, the yeah. last movie that came One out was seven 11. plus seven, seven and a half. And it's in a Harry Potter box set of UMDs. Couldn't believe it. Wait, I can't, what? I can't be yeah. real. That can't be real. I can't, really? be, I can't exist. I'm telling you. Uh, no, I saw a picture that of it. <laughs> uh, you know that? I'm not sure. You know what? Is you it, know from, what? Actually, is it from like China? Like, it's not American. There's no like, way. Limited run games that went back and or the did UK, that. maybe? I mean, it is possible, but. Who would waste their time doing that? 
Yeah, so right here in f- first listing on eBay, Harry Potter complete eight films, <laughs> uh, PSP UMD box set. I'm Googling this. Yep, yep, yep. So, boom. But, anyways, now that one is from the UK. So I don't know if it's, uh, if they're all that way, but I just didn't even know it existed. I was like, I would have never even looked for that. But sure enough, someone posted it in one of the groups I'm in. So I thought that was pretty freaking amazing. But just going into, I do collect a lot of the UMD movies. And uh, I've actually added some to my collection this week. That's pretty rad. So I just put a link to it in the chat. But yes, so I've been playing some Vita. I've been playing uh, a handful of kind of trasher games. Uh, Not so much spam, uh, but I've been playing uh, Crazy Chicken Shooter. So this is uh, like a remake or a port of like a that crazy chicken shooter on the Wii. This game sucks. It's a it's just a little target practice game or whatever. But the team bonus for the GTTSC trophy competition this week is sixty trophies with the word shoot or shooter in the title. So I'm working on that. Uh, the solo bonus was ten trophies with the word mom, mother, or mum in it. So I played mothered. And I don't know how I did two playthroughs of the game and missed one trophy. So I didn't get the platinum. So I got to do it again. Uh, I, I'm the only person that can follow a guide and still miss trophies. I don't understand how I do it. I'm playing some mummy pinball. Uh, uh, contrary to what Redbeard Rick says, this is not a terrible pinball game. I don't know why he hates it so much. I'm not having near the trouble he's having with it. Um, one of my big point scoring games for the week was Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Did you, any of you guys play that game? The Smash Yeah, I, Yeah, I liked it, actually. I, it's did, not bad. I did like it. No, it's... Sure. It's okay. Gerald, I have a question for you. Correct. You mentioned that it was something about Mother's, and Mother's Day is right around the corner, and <laughs> the what about the shirt? official yeah, for all your Mother's Day needs? Here and Frontier and get a shirt for God damn, this dude's like shilling t-shirts on his like fifth episode. <laughs> you know the best thing uh, is if I bought that shirt, my mother would actually wear it. Oh my gosh, dude. No, real talk though, speaking of, thank you, you know, for reminding me, uh T Diddy, but I ha- I got the new Resident Daryl logo. And the new logo um, is a updated, up-res version of me on the toilet reading Batman comics. That is 100% going in our store to be a new, to be a shirt. That is going to be, uh, me and my kids, we're planning on this summer while they're out of school and we're out filming for YouTube. We're going to get that shirt made. We're all going to have our own version of it. We're going to walk around with me pooping, reading Batman on our shirts. Couldn't be any better than that. So, uh, but yeah, and then the only other thing I've been playing that's of any real note would be WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2011. I'm down to the last actual trophy you can get because there are so many of them that are locked away because the servers are down. The only trophy left, and it is, of course, a glitchy buggy trophy, but it is the man of 1,004 holds. It is a 4.08 ultra rare on PSN profiles, and you have to perform a total of 1,004 signature and finisher moves moves i have more than completed this it just isn't popping i call that a gentleman's platinum well, you, you if you can, get yeah yeah because you can't itself. really get it but yeah ah. absolutely but yep so that's that so uh, that is the end of what i've been playing um so what i would love to do next is we're going to 
bring in our guest over here, the Macho Man himself, <laughs> to talk about graded video games. Now, Joe has been a naysayer of the graded game. I have been very indifferent over the graded game. Like, as a comic book fan, I don't even grade my comics because one day I'm going to want to open that one and read it. So I've never really been in a position to go, you know what? I want that or I need it. And it really wasn't until I started talking with Macho that I even considered, oh, dang. And it was something he said in our you know, correspondence back and forth. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So before we let Macho have the floor, I want to go around, uh, starting with Joe, and say, hey, what is everyone's opinions on grading video games? Oh man, we're gonna do this. Um, so we all know my stance. I'm just I, games are for opening and playing. I don't keep them sealed. I never will. Um, I have some. I have. I think I have maybe two games in my entire collection are sealed. And that's because I own them digitally. The only reason I have them physical is because I bought them physical first, and then they went on sale digitally. So. Okay. Okay. Tricky. How do you feel about graded video games? I think it's a tough market to legitimate legitimate i can't say the word it's it's a tough industry for everything to be legit because it's built in the mountain of bullshit tricky you can just say that well it, it is in a way but it also isn't it's because you know what's valuable to me may not be valuable to anybody else and like even if you go watch shows like porn stars which i know is heavily scripted but it's a porn shop you go into a, a pawn shop and something is worth, say, 25 grand. The pawn shop's only willing to give you, you know, say, 15, 16 grand for it because they got to make a profit on it. So when you go get something graded and say, oh, this Pokemon card or this comic is worth, you know, $1.2 million. Well, that's good. But what is the what does that really mean? Because the $1.2 million, you're not going to get paid for it. It's valued at that, but nobody's willing to pay for that because anybody that wants it is probably going to buy it and then look to resell it. So it, it's it, it it to me it's stupid it to grade a video game or a comic or something like that or a baseball card because there's so many factors that fall into that. It's like, what is this really worth? Like, I you know I have a. Shaquille O'Neal rookie card that's behind a piece of plastic. It's sitting at my grandmother's house. I don't know, have any idea what it's worth, but to me, it's valuable to me because it was given to me as a gift and Shaquille O'Neal turned out to be one of the best basketball players of all time. <laughs> but, like... Shaq says he's Papa John's. Check me, GD Papa What's John. What's the actual value of it? What What is somebody like Macho willing to pay for it? You know, that all comes into factors. But to me, it's more valuable to what Macho. And I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, Macho. But it it, it means is more value to me than what Macho is willing to pay for it. And so when you talk about graded things, it's like it's a fine line. It's and, and, and like to use Joe's word, it's built on bullshit because. How could you actually put a value on this thing? Like, Tops spent maybe half a cent to make that card for Shaquille O'Neal, but because Macho's willing to pay for it or TD's willing to pay for it, you know, it's worth this much, but they're not willing to pay what it's actually worth. They're only willing to pay 
X amount of dollars, you know, three quarters or maybe half of what it's worth. So I, I'm, I know I'm getting long winded here, but it's, it's one of those things where I think it's like, it, it's, it's what somebody at the time is willing to pay for it. You know, this card may be, you know, like the Logan Paul has the, like the, the most expensive Pokemon card ever to exist. And he carries it around on a necklace as he's walking out to the ring to do wrestling. It's like, okay, but he, that he's just bragging like, Oh, I own the most expensive Pokemon card, but like, what's it really value? Like, is it, it's not, it's nowhere near what, you know, he's bragging it to be because nobody's willing to pay for it. So it's a piece of paper. But he bought that card. He didn't find right, that card. He, he didn't that one get he did the card out of a pack. I thought that's one of the he ones bought he that Twitch. card. So there's a big difference. Yeah. It didn't have the same meaning. I thought that was not one did of the ones that he pulled. I believe that was. That he pulled he something had, else that was, like, that was no, rare, but that was it wasn't bullshit. that one. And he goes, no, that was legit. I was All like, right. What? Okay, but my point being is is that he you're walking around bragging that you have a $1.2 million Pokemon card. And uh, you want to say the value is one point two million? I, I'll but, add tricky. I'll add to tricky. Hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your you, it's it's graded and it's it's estimated at one point two million dollars, but it's not really one point two million dollars because nobody's willing to pay one point two million dollars for that card. So what is the actual value? That's that's, that's why I say it's stacked on bullshit because yep. you can say the card's worth this, but unless somebody's willing to pay that, then it's only worth say eight hundred thousand. And but that's like why I say it's, 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 it's bullshit. How can a $70 video game, like how can a uh, a $13 copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 turn into something that's worth like $2.3 or a million dollars? It's not right. possible. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. And it was all built up by scam artists. And that's why I don't respect sealed games. It's, it's literally, that's my whole argument against them. It's like, and I hate, I hate watching these YouTubers and I know you're not one of them, Macho. And if you are, maybe you are. I don't know, but I, I like you. I like you so far. So we're gonna, we're gonna. But I watch these braggadocious douchebags that drive around Teslas, sit around and buy all these games that they're never ever gonna play, and they have, they don't even know what they are, but they just know that they're worth money. So they hoard them like assholes and keep them from people who actually want to buy them and open them and play them. And that's my problem. That's my real problem. Listen, I, I'll finish off my part by simply saying this. What a grader says a card or a video game or a comic book is worth is bullshit because if nobody's willing to pay that price, it's not actually worth that much. It's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. So if you go get something graded, it, it's only to set a baseline and then immediately go drop it down to three quarters of the value because that's what somebody's willing to pay for at most. So somebody grading the card for one point or you know one million dollars is great. Okay, the card's worth a million dollars, but unless somebody's willing to pay for it a million dollars, it's only valued at whatever somebody's willing to pay for. And that's simply but, my point. But what if they are though? Values in the eye of the beholder, right? Right, Daryl? The market like the, the market will dictate, like it's only, yeah. It, right. Well, it's not even market. It's like it's if my favorite game is X game and you are the only person that has X game sealed. I have to pay what you want because you control the market. That's right. literally how the market okay, works. Let, let, let me let me uh, let me go down this path with you. It's an old story that I told. I have Intelligence Cube on the PlayStation. Oh yeah, on. I love this story. Okay, <laughs> I fell in love with the game off a of PlayStation demo disc on the PlayStation One. Never once did I find that game out in the wild until I went to 
uh, Video Games New York in Manhattan. And I walked in there and they had a copy of the game. It was open. It was scratched. And it, it was not in good condition. And the guy wanted, I think, I think it was $170 for the game. For a scratched PlayStation 1 game. Because of how rare it was. I told the guy to go fuck himself. And he did. I can, okay. I can, I can go fuck itself, by the way. I can talk season's over. Funny story later. Funny story here. Here you go. Funny story. Several years later, Daryl reaches out to me and goes, hey, my buddy has a copy of Intelligence Cube if you want it. I said, okay, how much does he want for it? He goes, $20. I said, give it to me. I didn't even care what condition it is. And since that day that I got it, it's been sitting on my shelf right there. I don't know if you guys can see it on the camera. And I haven't touched it because I have no interest in playing it. I just, it was one of those things I wanted. So the value is what somebody's willing to pay for it. I was not willing to pay $170 for a scratch PlayStation 1 game, even though I was never going to play it. It was worth $20 to me, though. So what's the value of, what's the real value of Intelligence Cube? That's my, that's where I'm going with my point. I'm sorry, I took up too much time. Good. No, you're good. You're good. Ma- I-, I feel like Macho's like silently judging me sitting there with <laughs> taking his hands like, I can't wait to rip on these guys. <laughs> right, who's going next? I guess T. Diddy, you want to go next? T. Diddy, you got you got opinions? Ab- absolutely. Let me uh, say that I respect that people will actually hold games. I uh, respect Macho Man because of the hard work that he does to be able to have the the discipline to not want to open a game. I've only did this to a few different games in my life. Um, game. Some I just couldn't help but you open, like Lollipop Chainsaw, because it was so damn good, <laughs> and I just had to play it because I couldn't find a backup copy. Absolutely. Well, actually, there's a ton of great outfits that weren't released over here in America that were only released on the Japanese Xbox. So I was kind of upset about that. Um, but um, and of course, they're doing a remake allegedly. So um, let's uh, hope uh, <laughs> we'll hear something on that in their new conference uh, that Phil Spector will be talking about with Lollipop Chainsaw the remake. But um, no, I respect the hard work that people have the discipline to want to keep those games sealed and then get them signed and then it's like you know again everything is what you think the perception is that's like saying if i had a 1970s dildo that's never been opened you know what is it worth to a woman today when they have these really fancy ones or or someone who would use one on themselves or whoever i don't what think is that worth these to are the same things who, who's like, oh, it's, it's, toys, it's a vintage huh? dildo so it's worth well, a lot yeah, of money and macho's getting ready to this show you all just went sideways real quick well it could you know i don't know but but um but no i have a couple of x-men comic books i have x-men number one when they did the uh the the reboot in the the early 90s i also have the the uh, spider-man they did the reboot in the early 90s the silver which is the legit one not the gold one the gold one is the second print i have the silver print and then of course i have uh i had five number one venoms when, when Venom put out his comic, I gave everyone away to to different people I met in my life uh, just because um, I, it, it meant nothing to me, and I had never read them. They were completely clear. The one I have has three dents in it because I opened it up and read it. But I'll, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll keep the one that's dented because 
It has three dents in it, so it's worth nothing unless someone just wants a copy of Venom that has a couple of you know dents and kinks. But I've given stuff away because it doesn't mean anything to me personally. And I felt like if it if it's going to make someone else more happier, I'd rather let you have it than than for me to have it. If that makes any sense. And again, with the whole you know worth is in the eyes of the beholder. To me, I feel that some people love a game so much that they can't help but play but some people also it's like like if any of us here owned a picasso or some type of art that means something to us you would never want to touch it you would never want to hold that art in your hand you just want to look at it and appreciate the art so i think it's more about the artists and the people who love the art itself and uh i respect those who are willing to do that so i have a lot of respect for macho man and his hard work because again it takes a lot of discipline to do that and then to reach out and to get things signed to people by people um, nothing but respect because, because it's dedication. And then to be able to ask somebody, because regardless of what you ask somebody, it could always tell you to go F yourself. But the fact is that, you know, regardless, you know, if you can reach out to people and they're nice enough to sign it, that's the most amazing thing. Cause you've added value to it. And I'm going to make this real quick and wrap it up. Think of all the idiots, uh, who mobbed Mark Hamill, um, when he was in Star Wars for, I think, some friend or whatever was getting the star dedicated to them. And then all these people came up to him who were not Star Wars fans, but a bunch of, you know, his stuff because they knew he was going to be there and shoved it in his face and, like, abusing him. That's not what a Star Wars fan is. A Star Wars fan is respectful, basically says, hey, I will see you at a con. I will see you at a signing event. Not all up in his face, blocking his cars and shoving stuff in there and, and, and being disrespectful to Mark Hamill. I don't agree with Mark on a lot of things, but I agree that every human deserves their, their privacy and they need to be treated with respect. I've met plenty of stars <laughs> yes, here, uh, even though Daryl doesn't consider uh, Darius Rucker a star from Hootie and the Blowfish. I've met him uh, numerous times at group therapy. I met him at plenty of football games, and I have never once asked him for an autograph, yeah, a picture, I, or a hug, or anything like that. I, I just, I, I, I just want to say two things. And One, the person that they are. I, I, TDA, I, I actually agree with you. Else. Like, People need to realize that celebrities are still people and they still deserve their privacy. You know, like we've seen the recent stories about the wrestlers going through the airports and getting mobbed and asking for things when they're jet lagged and they're trying to get from one town to another. Celebrities are people. You got to remember that. Yeah. And the second thing is uh, the devils just got eliminated. The from abuse the of Becky Lynch. Sucks, I already you know. said fuck hockey. You missed that like ten, like I'm, seven minutes ago. I, said I, I just, I just want to reiterate the devil's fucking. Ne- suck. Neither of those Don't had be mad because you got fucking eliminated. Just calm like, down. Stand what down. Tricky. In the world is going Stand down, on tricky. Oh, listen. Stand if, down. if the devils would have be graded right now, they'd be graded in F because they just fucking. <laughs> then what the fuck <laughs> would you be graded? Your team shit. Four point eight. All right, Kali. Where do you stand on graded video games? Uh, see. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much older. I think the only other person as as old as me is is Thomas, and because you look, uh, Machi, you look kind of young. No offense. I don't I know how old you are. Than you, Fly. Huh? I thought I was older than you. I don't think so, Tricky. Yeah, thirty four. How old are you, Tricky? Macho's a youngin. I'm forty two. Yeah, I'm, I just turned forty five. <laughs> I'm, I'm thirty four. I'm older than you. Damn, you, you don't look a day over nineteen. Oh. <laughs> Watch out, Jim. <laughs> I grew up in an era where, you know. She's, she's laughing way too hard at that. <laughs> I grew up in an era where, like, video games were kind of like these arcade things. You know, I grew up, 
my father owned a, a a flea market, and I got video games from my father because people would come and sell their systems and sell their games. I had over a hundred Nintendo games. Like games weren't easy to come by, but the one thing my father taught me is, you know, when you're done with it, sell it. It's you know, it's worth more money. Like if we could sell things, we could. And I have a respect for that. I have a respect. So I have a respect for grading games. And, you know, I have a game that I kind of would like to get graded. So I'm hoping that, you know, Macho tells me how I could do it. So I, I don't know if I should tell you what game I have. It's it's Barbie Horse Adventures. I, I, <laughs> Barbie and her sister's puppy you rescue. Say, what do you have? What do you got going on? No. Is it? Is so my husband growing up didn't have any video games. His, his parents were poor. They, it's all right. He what, had what a computer game, and that it? was it. He programmed his own video games because he's older than me. And we were cleaning out his, his parents' house last year. We found a Nintendo, an NES Nintendo that I've always wanted to have another one. So now I have a Nintendo. And the only game that it came with is Final Fantasy with the actual, with the actual booklet and map. I have the original box, but it's very beat up because it was thrown into. Is, a is drawer. it still in the box? Does it still have the original box? The original? Yeah, yeah. It's like I know. I kind of want to get that graded. So what? That's awesome. That's history. That's awesome. You don't just come like we were talking about earlier. You don't just come yeah. around that kind of game like uh, yeah. Tricky Mick. Yeah. He was like he. You don't just come around across that game. People find yes. games in the basement. Yes. And and my husband's like, oh, we know? should sell. That's awesome. That's, I was like, no. What's but wrong that means with something you? to it's you. Nintendo and That's Final awesome. Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, do it. All right, Macho, the floor is yours. <laughs> Keep it. All right. Well, I guess we go with Tricky Mix still, but all right. Well, I will say this: I agree with everyone. I am not the guy to uh, encapsulate or grade games that are still in the wrapper every single game that i am sending out to wada games has been open has been played my thing with grading games is because it's a personal collection of things that i grew up with playing and i enjoy i respect you bro i don't plan on at all flipping this for a profit none of it i yeah it i will show you the games that I plan on sending out. Halo 2 was sent out with Max Payne today. So here is my favorite game of all time. I have it. I didn't have it. Before. I had it before. Lost it. Went on eBay. Purchased Boom. it from some dude. Open. Black I don't label. care if it's open. That's totally fine. Blacklist. So good. So good. Metal Gear Solid. The first one. Metal Gear Solid 1. That's your boy right there, Tricky. My, oh, my number one game of yes. all time. This is it right here. Number two. Metal Gear Solid 2. This would be going, this is going to a lot of games. Metal Gear Solid 3. So the first three Metal Gear Solids, yes. the, two, the three games that yes. I'm going to be sending out because it's one of my favorite trilogies. Of course, Max Payne 2. I, I, I was specifically looking for a good condition case with everything inside, and I lucked out. Everything is still inside with the booklet. That's really beautiful. Let me turn it around. This is the PC version of Max Payne 2. Somebody kept this case really good. They kept everything here and they kept 
the booklet. So things like that, it's just, I appreciate, I cherish because this is what I grew up playing and it means something to me personally. And I know that uh, Tricky Mick was like, it, it, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's all about the value to you. It's not really, unless you are going to play the game in the market. If that's what you do with a side gig, it's a side job or your main job that you get something to flip it. You are part of that world. That's fine. That's what it is. But I'm not. I'm more on the fence of that. I I like grading games. Mm, I like grading comics, but so I good. do it for me, not to personally flip. For Max Payne three, I'm sending Max. I know that someone here said that Max Payne three is not great. I, I think this is one of the best <laughs> God, game. action games that came out in a long time. But and and then of course Halo one and Halo two. Um, I found both of these games at a mama pop store um, about 30 minutes north of me. And I forgot the name, but they sell all used games, retro games, PS1, PS2, NES, a bunch of games like that. And they, and they find good conditions. And I was able to find Halo 1 and 2 there. So these games I've had before, but I lost them. I didn't have the case. I couldn't find them. So I went out and looked for them on eBay, how I found out about uh, Daryl. And that's how I found out about all these games. So I went, rebought them, and then I'm going to send them out. None of them, none of them are, are in the wrapper. They're all going to be encapsulated. I, I, I don't care for it to be profitable. I don't, I'm not going to flip it. It's going to be me. It's going to be for me. It's going to be for my personal collection. Now for oh, comics, snap. I'm pretty much the same way. This is a comic I have because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy is a great show. I got this comment because I enjoyed this show and I feel like getting graded. Is it worth anything? No, it's not worth Jack. It's not worth anything. It's a 9.8. I just, it just, I took care of my comics. And then I will make it quick on the last three I have. This is The Punisher 9.4 of his first ever solo I'm series. I'm pretty sure I have that. Not his too. first appearance, but his first solo series. I have it because it's my favorite superhero. I have his first. Yeah, first Punisher War uh, Warzone, and then I have his first ongoing, um, ongoing that I'm sending to CGC to get graded. His first ongoing series, and I have Punisher War Journal. So to make everything quick, like I said, I agree with everyone in the panel. I I am not the guy to um to be invested in unopened comic or unopened games i i up to me personally i think it's stupid i think it's dumb that people like you said that they they collect all these games uh unopened they'll, they'll go buy the game unopened don't open it go send it to get graded encapsulation and then they'll try to flip it for an extra 300 dollars. i i just i don't find I, I mean, it to I be i guess you i, I think what really uh, grabs my gears I, about I, the whole I, subject is like just like games are meant to be played. drives up the market too of um just all the rest of the games in general like that's super ridiculous. It's well, ridiculous. See, it, it makes absolutely no sense because yes. that's a sealed copy that's great yes. at 9.8. 100%. Because if you go, yeah, if you go to find that game, if you go to find that game, you're just a dude that wants to play the game. I'm, I, I just want to buy this game. And you go to a store and then the guy at the store is like, oh, wait a minute, this game's going for $150 on eBay. Well, who cares, dude? It, it's it's a ten dollar game. Well, yeah, because I can't just. Buy, I want to play. Oh yeah, but we got it marked up to one hundred fifty dollars because also, that's what it's. It's going also for. in the line of like it, just recently black, what we dude. went through with these consoles, like right. the PlayStation Five. You know, you couldn't find them in the stores, and then when companies started selling them, they knew that people were so desperate to buy them 
that they started doing bundles and saying, well, instead of you being able to get the base PS5 for $500, you now have to buy this bundle that's seven, eight, nine hundred dollars because we're going to include a, an extra controller and this game and a year of PlayStation Plus and all this other stuff. And a lot of that stuff people really didn't need or want because if you're a single person who's not gaming, you know, you don't live with somebody else or in your house or somebody else in your house is not a gamer. What the hell do you need an extra controller for? Oh, now, it's very the- simple. I actually do need an extra controller because the PlayStation controllers die so fast. You need to be able to switch to a second backup one. Okay. So that, that was going to be my point before you cut off. Unless you are trying to charge a controller for when the first one dies, you don't need a second controller. You, you know, for me who has PlayStation plus for the next 10 years, I don't need an extra year of PlayStation plus like that's no value to me, but bring this all back to the point is it's what is valuable to the consumer. And then, you know, when you had all the scalpers going out there and getting all the consoles and taking them away and blah, 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 and selling them on eBay for, you know, a thousand dollars, $1,200 GameStop, Walmart, Best Buy, they all turned around and said, well, hell we have them. But in order for you to buy one, you either, you either needed to s- subscribe to our, you know, buy Best Buy Plus, whatever the hell it must yeah. be. But you got to be Walmart Plus. And even at that, then you have to buy Newsletter. this bundle yep. that's $700. Well, I only have $500 to buy a console. I don't have $700. So now I can't buy the PlayStation 5 because you refuse to sell me the base PlayStation 5 because you know the market is saying these things are rare. So you're taking advantage of the consumer. And that I, I say all that to bring it back to the fact of it's the same thing that you were just saying with the video game. Like this is a ten dollar game, but because some jack wagon is selling it on eBay for one hundred and seventy, we're going to jack it up to one hundred and fifty to make you feel like you're getting a twenty dollar discount. I'm sorry, but go fuck yourself. That's not what I want. Well, it's like the yep, and well, it's almost yep. like you know yep. trying to buy a PS3 and they've got in trouble for that. Go, uh, go ahead, so uh, fucking Mr. Go ahead. Well, I have trouble. It, I, it should not be a two hundred dollar item. Like I should be able to walk in a store and buy one for fifty dollars because they're worth yeah, nothing yeah, and they break. Yep. And they break it, so no, easily. it shouldn't. That's what it's worth. It's, it's, a, it's how it's old, how, like old, how, old, right how old is that console? You, how old you, is it? Two if somebody back? wanted to come start play Rock Band, yeah, oh, yeah. they couldn't <laughs> do it because you could buy the game for fifteen dollars, but you have to buy a used guitar. On eBay, and they're going for seventy, eighty, ninety dollars, if not more. That's or the shipping on them is freaking seventy five dollars. Yeah, right. Like that's that's absolutely freaking insane. I think a lot of that, a lot of that was uh, yeah, was changed during COVID. I think COVID really hit this thing hard when people couldn't really do anything. And a lot of things yeah. were going up and people got bored right. and, and not to get too political, but we, we know people got money from the government to help them if they lost their job. And a lot of people use that money to get hobbyish things, things like that. And a lot of the market for games and for comics went up and gu- even yes, even guns, anything that people wanted to get went up and then it kind of still, it's like, it's still staying there. And uh, these, a lot of, what I got in trouble yep. is a couple companies got in trouble or people got in trouble because I they were um, inflating the market of something that wasn't even real. And they're, they're saying like, oh, I, I, I can just say, of, hey, look at Halo 3. Yeah, Halo 3. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to put this on I'm eBay for $500. Mario ever. Meanwhile, I got it for like then, 10. 
Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's fucking bullshit. That's why yeah. I don't I don't trust them. I will not ever grade them. He knows. From you know, you I, know the story. Hey, look, man, every Completely. industry that gets started has that one character that it's took that, that, that you, they got to stumble. They got to, they got to, you know, whatever. But, but they try to backpedal yep. and say, no, we didn't do that. We never knew anything. I mean, we so didn't know that. That was Square his. Enix, who said it wasn't insider training. He still got busted. Oh, well, yeah, hey, yeah like the fucking is. guy from Sega. Fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's his face? Uh, yeah, the, the creator of Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Look, at, look at the biggest controversy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Uh, I just want to say, look at the biggest controversy well, the on guy that right was, now yeah. in video games Go ahead, is DK Oldies. DK Oldies, baby. Yeah, fuck them. And they're... Two hundred thirty dollar clean console. Get the fuck out of here. The oldies was it's a good one. That's a very good example. I will say this. I will say this. Uh, Wada has changed up a little bit, and I, this one thing I do like that Wada did because I do not care about the grade of this game. I bought it because I want to conserve it. Encapsulation instead of getting a number by the case. Now they're just going to put Gen, meaning that this is a special item for myself there is That's no cool. grading number it's now, just an encapsulation of this game with information on the on the title of the label for the game i know people are going to be like it's a waste of money you could just do it yeah, yourself yeah, i understand yeah. but i like to look at professional i like to have the information on, on the top when it came out the name of the game and stuff like that. That's all. But now, instead of putting a number there, like, oh, God, it's only right. now, seven. Is that like a it just says Jen. Price for that? Like, so it's just an encapsulation like, I, of my favorite game. What the? So they changed that. <laughs> so it's no less to get... Same price. It's oh, not man, less, it's ridiculous. not more. It's ridiculous. Yes. I, I think it should be at least 10 bucks less. It's okay, $50 well, it's for grading game. If you're going to do a Jen, which is not a great number, it should be at like 40 it, it mm-hmm. should be cheaper. All right, so let, it, let me ask well, this question. During the pandemic, it, everything goes up. They know people got the money, Macho. but yeah, it went down. But um, yeah. It, say you send something off to be graded, okay, and it comes back like you like internally you feel like this is at least worth a nine because you know your knowledge about the situation, you know what it should be graded. You feel like this is a solid nine. I'm going to get this graded, but then it sends out to be graded, and it comes back and say it's only a six or a seven. Is there any kind of like appeals process with it to say, hey, I think the person that graded this was totally off base. I need this to be regraded by somebody different. Is that something that happens? I'm I would say no. I don't know anything about any sort of uh process that you can send it back. You can send it back and say well, just send it back like you did the first time and and maybe press it out. Maybe look at it yourself. Open it up. Look at it. No, this deserves to be a nine instead of an mm-hmm. eight. You can send it back, but there's no guarantee that it's going to come back what you want. And there's no process. There's no department where you can file a claim or dispute saying that I don't want this guy because I don't even know who the person is it could be a girl it could be a guy it doesn't really matter i have no clue who's grading this it's just they have their graders that are professional right. professionals, professionals that are going to grade my comic and give it the best yeah exactly quote it, that they're going to give the best they can what i do is if i look dude listen to this people press their comics i don't impress them dude I, I i'm not that serious about the number i just want to have the comic encapsulated if if I can get the comic for cheaper with a lower grade, I would do that. If I just want the right, comic, right? Some people want the comic of their dreams, but at a nine point eight. Yep. If it's the comics of my dream, 
I will pay less and get a 6.0. I well, know that, that might sound psychotic to some people. I mean, but once it's encapsulated, I mean, that, that was kind of my point earlier. What's like, the difference? It, it matters not, to it, what I'm not the value it. is to you. I'm not opening it. It doesn't matter what Joe Blow yeah. says it's worth. Like to me, it's worth something. So that's why I hold it in such high esteem. I mean, look behind me. Like I got a, uh, a Zelda Hyrule Shield and Master Sword hanging up on the wall behind me. I paid roughly three hundred dollars for the set. But to me, because I'm a fan of the series, that means more to me than three hundred dollars. So you know, I if I was to send that out and get graded, I there's so many flaws with it. There's so many uh, paint defects and stuff like that. But I don't give a shit. It hangs on my wall, and like I just look at it. Like I don't. I'm not inspecting it. So it matters. It, it matters to me that it's you know I have a high rule shield. I have a master. Sword. Yeah, 100%. it doesn't matter to me that it's perfect. I know. I'm just a little disappointed in you that right, you don't so have a vision to so check it out. Hold on, hold on. I got oh one more question. Help us. Listen, that's why you brought me on the show because I'm knowledgeable about the stuff, or I'm at least I'm a good host. All right, all right. So, Macho, my other question to you is the, the people you send it to, where do they get their yeah. expertise from? Like, <laughs> like they, where they where, created where, the standard. But it's yeah, got to start somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think Mr. I think Mr. TMT is one of going to elaborate on this well, one because honestly, I'm just I'm probably going to say the same thing he's going to say. They're just dudes, man. There's there's nothing. I don't think there's anything special about what they do. They can say that they went to school for it in high school and they went to college for it and they went to the bathroom three times, took a left and a right, to, and they and they're going to grade it. I oh, I can I mean, only send it okay, to the cool. people that, that, that can that's do this my for point me, from my, and I can only hope for the best like saying, that it comes back well you know, encapsulated. If I send, you know, <laughs> uh, I, you know I'm going to yeah. say something weird here. If I send Batman number one to you, you know, and just saying you're the. <laughs> I got no, you, they have to give it. They have to send it back. Um, yeah. You ain't getting it back. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, what I'm saying, if I mailed it to I you, I think he's talking about me personally. Like, if you sent to me, me personally, me, it's worth a uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, an eight yeah. one. But if I was saying it to Daryl over there, Mister Batman fanatic, he might give it a ten. And, so, and, what well, I was going to jump in there and say, Tricky, is that happens. That is exactly how it works. It depending well, on the grader depends on their opinion of the grade. The difference is, just like any other skill or trade, they're licensed to to give that opinion. One hundred percent. If you ever listen to the PlayStation Collectors podcast, they have various types of collectors on it's there. A quote. And they had guys on there who specialize in getting their games graded, and that's like their thing. And they had some guys come on there and say, yeah, like, so you go to a go to WADA or CGC or whoever to get your gradings done. And let's say one of them sends you an A plus or whatever. Cause I believe one of them's a number score and one of them is a graded score, like a ABCD or whatever, or it's a number plus a, a plus a letter either way. But like some of these guys have sent stuff off and they're like, yeah, this is definitely nine, eight comes back a nine. They unencapsulate it, send it to the other company. Paid the, paid the fee again to have a different grader. And then they did say that sometimes you would take it apart. If like, let's say I sent my resident evil Two, you know, in there and I, it's, I, I'm like, here you go, baby sealed resident evil Two. Let's, let's do this. And they come back at a nine. I'm like, no, 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 it's a 9.8. 
I can unencapsulate it, send it back, and just hope and pray that I got a different grader. Well, see, that, yeah. I mean, that was the point I was trying to make is the fact that, and no offense to anybody here, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, sending it to Macho or sending it to Daryl, send it to Kawhi, send it to T, send it to Joe. I, I could get five different scores. Right. And, and, and again, I'm no insult to anybody, but nobody on this show, myself included, is mm-hmm. qualified enough to grade something like that. <laughs> so that was that was that's leading back to the original questions to Macho was if I send it off and like th- this guy says oh it's only worth this but I feel like it's worth more like there's got to be like some kind of appeal process because there's the- not and and again it's just like the appraisal process for like a pro- like a home you know like like let's say you call me and I come appraise you know I come appraise your house and I hate brown cabinets I love white cabinets. All right. I look up all the sold comps in the neighborhood and I do everything based on I'm a cabinet. That's right. <laughs> but then if you look at, at you know, if you get cabinet comes in, he does the appraisal because I called in sick that day to play hogleg. And he's like, oh man, I'm a brown cabinet boy. I love it. You know, you, you, it, the thing is this is the person who's licensed to do the job, you're at the mercy until chat GBT takes over and AI you know, generates all of the grading. But the difference with you, Daryl, and I may be naive with this and just ignorant, but there's mm-hmm. an industry standard based on professionals that do this stuff. When it comes to grading comics and video games and stuff like that, there's no industry standard. This is just no, there, there, there is, in his mom's basement. Well, WADA, WADA is the standard. Wada's been CGC around for a is while. the standard. And WADA's gotten popular in the last few years, but they've been around for a long enough time that they've established standards. They know what they're doing. Oh, my, my, what my point being is, is that they set the standards for themselves. Some Something like value in a house or value in a car of what it's worth, there are thousands of people that are in that industry doing this this is two companies you're talking about that set the standards for themselves. Hey, this is worth this. And this is worth that. Where in, you know, if there, if I was to have my home appraised, Daryl could come along, like he said, white cabinet and say, no, no, your, your house is only worth, you know, 250,000. But the Brown cabinet guy says it's 300,000. Well, the, there's a whole market out there that says what my house. <laughs> but so, there's a whole well, to be fair they were white so they had less value what a house of this caliber has like my, my mother owns a house she bought her house for uh, I think it was like $200,000 the second she put a deck on it she spent $10,000 put a deck on it now her house is worth 250000 because mm-hmm. it's industry standard on what a house with a deck is compared to a house without a deck and that's well, then- why the only solution is the, to then create your own grading company and then challenge the industry standard because that's essentially how the market grows. Right. The bigger the market gets, the more competitors are in there. Now it's like, well, I'm Mr. Wada, and I'm like, I got a pretty loose standard, but I am the standard because I'm the only dog in town. Well, then when Macho Man's grading company comes up and they said, you know, we're going to challenge Resident Daryl's standard. Now we're going to be for instead of $50, we're going to do $45. We're going to do the same. Same five-point inspection. We're going to have premium grading products, and we're going to institute a appeals process where if you feel like you've been unfairly graded, because maybe maybe you sent in Hog, Hogwarts Legacy, and I am offended by having to it's grade that copy. Maybe I, maybe maybe you can appeal your grading process. So, 
Yeah. Daryl, you just hit it, and I'll tell you right now, you never know who's having a bad day that's going to take your comic or game. They are a human being. Now, I'm not defending them. I'm just saying the truth. They could be having a bad day. They could be pissed off. They can hate the Punisher. Mm -hmm. They can think he's too violent. They can, they can, they can not like that this comic went this way. Oh, I'm going to, okay, this guy, this this is perfectly a 9.5. I'm going to give this guy a 9. You don't know, and I think, Tricky, I think you're looking for an answer that no one is going to be able to give you because we don't know. You can only hope. You can only hope that this person is going to do the best they can. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I can send my comic get, get a hope for a nine point eight. This is a personal thing. If I go in and I send it in for a nine point eight, right. and it comes back a nine point six. I'm doing backflips, jumping okay, and yelling, to, screaming. To be clear, I'm not looking for an way. answer, but you kind of made not my point. It's like, and the I'll guy take that grade in it to just be having a bad day, or to, to what Daryl says. I, I send in my mm-hmm. copy of Hogwarts, but because this guy thinks that nobody hey, should yep. avoid Hogwarts, right? He rates it lower because Hogwarts to him isn't worth shit. That's mm-hmm. that- yep. Or I just want to tricks. say one thing real quick and get this oh, in that's here. Gross. Uh, Clyde's that's cat disgusting. is super awesome. That that's cat actually came up out of nowhere that's and disgusting. gave her a hug almost. Yeah. That was a cool cat, man. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And gave her what would like you grade? Hug. She him on the head. What would you grade the hug? What was the grade on that hug? Uh, that hug no. was probably a, a seven point five because <laughs> the way he moved and he just he looked the up the camera the for a second. Open, like, oh, oh, oh no, all she's right, on I'll camera. Oh, all right, all right, all right. That's Mama, a, yeah, it's just disgusting. Look, right. it came back. He came back. He came back. I'll end it if you want me to end it. I, I can kind of just end it with my this little my thing here. I'll just make it real quick. There's two sides to this market. My side is I'm going to grade it because I want it to keep it because it's special to me because it's history to me. And it's, if it's like the first appearance of Captain America in a 4.0 and it's cheaper, I'll take it over a 9.8 because I just want the comic. I just want Captain America's first appearance because it's a special comic. Then there's the other guy that wants the Captain America in a 9.8 to flip it. I'm not the business guy. I'm just a dude that likes comics, that likes video games, and there's special ones out there. So you're Bart Simpson, Martin, and Milhouse when they all got um, what was it? Dude, the comic book comic together, Radioactive Man Number One. <laughs> yeah, he's radioactive. So I, I will say I, I am. <laughs> that's good. I will say that I am. I am very easy going with it, but like, like I'll, I'll make it quick. It's, it's a gamble, dude. It's a gamble. If you if you think you have a good comic and you want to get it encapsulated, you never know what you're going to get. You have, there's a good chance you'll know because you you in the experience of you looking at comics over years, you can tell the condition of it. You can do your research. You can do your homework, and most likely it will get that grade you think it is. You know, flatten it out, press it, clean it, send it in. Hope for the best. If you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. But I am, like I said, I'm the guy. That just wants to collect. I'm, that appreciates the. I art, think that's dope, and I'm so glad you're here tonight because the having the conversation and, and that's, seeing that's the my angle that you've taken, it. I've only been exposed to the resale angle of things uh, because I sell on eBay, and I have people hit me up all the time because I have a large amount of sealed games. I don't sell all of my sealed games, but I sell I sell them semi regular, and I know sealed collector's edition. That's right. And you problem, do have a copy of The Killer uh, is dude, Dead, man. the collector's edition <laughs> sealed. Yes. You're yo, Daryl, you're a real one, dude. Yeah, like yeah. you you're you're legit, man. I've seen the vi- I've seen the, the clips of you going to uh, your YouTube, um, your no, video going love, around. That is that. the art love, of a see, good guy. It, that's the thing like, is I'll have these guys. And I, so and I'll get two or three that, copies man. of something that, and I'll awesome, put some on the eBay store. I gotta make sure that I'm paying for the hobby or my wife will get mad. 
So, but I had these guys who were like, oh, I want this. Let me get this sealed copy of this from you. And I get, I sent it to them. And then they immediately, oh, what a refund. This is, this has been resealed or this, this corner is whatever. I'm like, bro, I sent you pictures of it. Like you, I put in the description, see the pictures. Like, like if, if something's torn, if the seal is torn, like I, I don't, I don't seek out the perfect seal case. I just get what I get, you know? And, and, if and, and the, the thing seal, is, if the seal is torn, she's not right for you. Zinger, <laughs> but see, and, and the thing is, this, it never fails. There's one guy in particular. I'm not going to name drop him here as far as his eBay handle goes, but when I see him, I'm like immediately. I, I do. I'm like, no, you you can't buy from me because he he sent stuff back to me, and it's like I bought three or four copies, sealed copies of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare um, on Xbox 360. They still have the Xbox 360. You know what I'm saying? The green and white wrapper. You know, I know for a fact they're sealed. Correct. And that he you know, bought one so from you me. Know, he sent you it know back. For sure like, oh, that is been I'm like, no, not, no, it's not man. Like I have okay. the receipts. Yeah, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. I, I, I don't my 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 store says no returns, but realistically, if something's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, just shoot me a message. I'll do right by you. And I told him I said, Hey man, you can send it back. As soon as you send it back, I give you full refund. So the, anyways, I immediately get it in from from the mail. I turn around and realist it, sold it immediately. No big deal. I get, and I had three copies now. So then a couple of weeks later or whatever, I'm doing another big, large listing and I put another copy on them. Dude immediately hits me up. And what he's doing is I look at his store and he goes and he buys sealed games. He sends them off, gets them graded and then he marks them up. So, like he's got every single call of duty sealed and graded. And he wants a thousand dollars a piece for him, you know? And he's like, I'm a collector or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I get, I, I, and I got no, no hate for what you're doing. If you, want to get into the graded gaming space and you want to get that major markup and you're going to be the guy that helps make that, that sustainable, whatever, you know, that's not my, that's not my space. But immediately I was like, nah, I'm not selling to you. You've already sent one of these back. I bought three of them. I told you I bought three of them. I had, I, I bought them all at the same time and I'm not, <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing it. And so there's a couple of guys out there that when I see their names pop up, I'm like, nah, man, we don't, we don't do that here. Like I, I want to, I want to provide video games, you know, at a reasonable price to where people get a deal buying from me and I'm still making a couple dollars so I can go buy more. And I want to make sure that I'm building my collection. That's my goal. You know, I'm not out there trying to get rich off this. I'm not trying to live off eBay. You know, I'm not one of those guys, but I'm just like, Hey, I buy a bunch of stuff. I make sure I've got a copy and then what copy goes in the store. And then if I've got another copy, which tends to happen, I take it to my favorite local video game store and I trade it in there and I buy more video games with them. And it's like a cycle of just everybody's getting games and it's good stuff. So anyways, Macho, I'm glad to have you here tonight. I'm really excited. This, guys, I thought it was a cool conversation. And because of this, I think you might have swayed me on the on the graded games aspect. I think I might need a couple in my collection. And my kid's karate sensei, he grades comics like crazy. Like he's all about it. Every time a new run comes out, full cover, something cool, he sends it off. He's got a wall in his comic store with That's right. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. Show me your comic. Well, which uh uh, quick, I would which send one off would you want to get graded if, Batman if you have the choice to do run. one? Like the I've very got, first one you want to send out. Oh, have I think on. I've got cover A, B, and C of every issue. So I would want... Games-wise, I'd probably send off the uh, first three Resident Evil games. I refer to games. Any any games? 
Yeah. Both solid. Both. I mean, that comic. Yes, that's my favorite yeah, game of all time. That, that laughs. That's a good one. So Batman and who laughs. Resident Evil the 2 Grim Knight. I think is, it's issue uh, five. It's the Batman, the Punisher Batman, with his back towards the thing, uh, guns everywhere. Uh, that would be a great comic mm-hmm. for me. That would be if I do it, bro. That's like that's amazing. So awesome. All right, now this has been a fun and interesting conversation. So before we go into the next topic, I want to give Kalai an out. Are you in or are you out? Oh, I am <laughs> in. As long as we're I, like, I think we can get it done by midnight. So I'm good. Okay. All right. So hold on, Daryl. Before you go into that, I have to ask because you are a music guy, and I feel like this is a different panel to answer this question. I put this on Facebook and a lot of people have uh, given me shit over it. So, you guys all heard that Sum 41 is breaking up, correct? Unfortunately, yes. They should not be breaking up at this stage in their career. They should just stay together and not play shows, but whatever. Okay. No one cares, but okay. Yes, yeah. they just, yeah. they're doing a farewell tour. Okay, so... I did not know that, I, by I, the way. They are breaking I up for sure. I question only because I, it just dawned on me because oh, I man. watched the video. Derek Wibley, the lead singer of Sum 41, would he not be a good replacement for Chester in Lincoln Park? He will never be re- one. He will never be replaced. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm, I, let me be clear. I'm not saying Chester can be replaced. But what I'm saying is, if they if Lincoln Park wanted a new lead singer to replace Chester, would not Derek Wibley be a good replacement? I, I was too punk. Uh, He's done a couple of covers a few times with uh, Blink, uh, excuse me, with Lincoln Park. So maybe yes, but the thing is, is that would the fans accept him? Because the fact is, even though he's did a couple of covers and he has worked with Lincoln Park since uh, the death or the untimely uh, accidents that happened to Chester, um, what I feel is you don't want to sound exactly like the guy who does the actual music. It's like. Who the hell could ever replace Lane from Alice in Chains? Regardless of you sounding like Lane, the only <laughs> people who can get away with that are the people who basically defame Journey when you have the little Hawaiian jumping around all the time pretending to be Steve Perry. <laughs> I think There's only from, one from, Steve from Perry a who has a built-in auto-tune in his voice. Booyah. Someone who has had three vocalists for, you know, like be the front man of his band. Um I think if you're going to replace your vocalist, it needs to go so far in the opposite direction of what you already had. It, it can't be close because it's always going to be compared. So, and that some that that can make or break it for your fans. Every time we lost a vocalist, we lost. It was like it was like a, a half, a fifty percent of our fan base would just dissipate because, I mean, let's face it, most of them are there for me. But like the vocalist is usually, you know, what I'm saying the one everybody's after. And yeah, you know, when we lost our first vocalist, his name was Toy. We called him Toy. His last name was Toy. Is it Justin Toy? And we had Justin Joy was our other guitar player. Um, so when Toy left, like we we lost, not, we lost a lot of the ladies. Like he brought the the appeal to the front man position for our band. And we lost a lot, man. And he could sing and he could scream and he was super energetic on stage. And he was just, you know, he was, he was awesome. But then we replaced him with Mike Honcho. Honcho was the man when it comes to metal and metal core. Honcho was the, the front man. Like he was just amazing. His, his stage presence, his range, he was awesome, but he could not sing well. 
So we had to kind of like change a lot of our stuff and it forced us to change our sound. So by changing the front man, our band changed. We leaned more into the metal core and it was better for us. So the fan base that we gained and the momentum that we, we built was way different. It took us out of the bar scene and put us more in the, in the, in the metal scene, which is really awesome. Um, then when, when Hancho left and Trey became our front man, his range was so much lower and so he had such a more guttural sound that we changed our, we changed, we, we added, we went from six strings to seven strings. We dropped from C to A and we just started playing chunkier, beefier music. So we changed as a band again. And again, that brought a whole different fan base. And so when I see bands that, that they try to replace their vocalist with someone who's similar, like albeit they might write some good songs, but three, three days grace is an example. You're never going to replace Adam. So right. if you're going to stay a band, you need to do something different. And the guy they have, <clears throat> he tries and I just, do, I've seen him live. I watched their stuff. I just don't think it's good. Um, you yeah, look I, at, at kill switch engage, kill switch engage. Oh. When they lost Jesse, they uh, went, I don't know. I like Howard better. I'm a Howard person, though. But but that's way different. That's I like Howard. I I grew up. I grew up listening to Howard. Yeah, I grew up listening to Howard. Yeah, I thought Howard was always the main singer when I got into high. When I was in high school, when I started listening to End of Heartache, I always thought that Howard was the main guy the whole time. I didn't even know Jesse existed. That's how good he was, and he stayed for about what four hours, and then Jesse came back. Daryl, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but Darryl, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I somewhat agree with yeah, what you're saying. That's rare, though. That's my rare argument is that with, with now I forgot his name again, the lead singer, some funny one. matter, some 41 guy. With Derek coming into Lincoln Park, if you change the vocalist so much, you can't play any of the back catalog that made Lincoln Park success to what it was. They don't play that anyway, Tricky, because they hate their fans. No, 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 guys, it's not a hate your fans thing. It's a I hate those songs thing. It, it gets to the point where you look at that set list every night and you're like, I would rather freaking jump off a building than play uh, Let's Start a Riot for the four millionth time. Like, we looked at our set list and as a band, we played for six and a half years, over 300 plus shows, right? And we never took off time to write in a full album and then then tour the album and then write a full album. We never went away. We played every weekend, sometimes two and three times a week, all while maintaining full jobs. But there's some nights where I get on stage and I'm like, I don't freaking want to play half these songs. I got to play six songs tonight and three out of six of them. I'm like, I, I could literally go the rest of my life without ever playing this again. Well, so, I, I, I get that too, but I, you have to, while you have to have new music and, and have people play the hits more, it, you have to go back and play those classic songs. Oh, I get it. But again, and that is the benefit too of making the change. What, so I don't, what I'm saying, like, oh, what I'm evolved. saying is the band evolved. We don't play this anymore. If, if you're going, if you're going to play, <laughs> we uh, evolve, if tricky. If you're gonna, if you're gonna play, uh, you know, faint, or you're gonna play, you know, uh, crawling, or you in the end, you yeah. need, you need that voice to play those song, th- those parts, and that's why I think he would be a good fit. And then don't anybody. Forward. Have you seen them live? Why do you hate on everything, Joe? Here's the, no, here's no, they don't. No, I'm, did you watch the video of them when they just played 
in California, and the crowd sang so whole, loud yeah. and passionately that well, they filled I, the gap of in the they they sang the whole in the end where you it was like you could actually hear they played it. all of Chester's parts for him. Oh, no, all I, of it. No, yeah. that's good. And like that's that's well, that's emotional. I mean, I got to be real. Yeah, man. yeah. Mike but, couldn't even Mike couldn't even rap. But the couldn't point, do any of it. But the point is, is that if you're going, you, if you're going to play the classics, you need somebody with that kind of vocal range. And there's not many people that can have Chester's range. Let's be real. Right. So that's right. That's right. Well, that we don't know of. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that are young guys. If you bring in the guy, I'm just, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's an opinion, but I'm saying if you bring in the guy from some 41, everyone's going to be like, Oh, it's, it's always going to be, that's the guy from some 41. I think, yep. I think they'd rather get somebody that that's nobody knows and too. some guy that they find on YouTube for God's sakes, that has a beautiful voice that can do both. Him, and then nobody knows this guy. And, and then that is Lincoln Park. Not like Lincoln Park was with some 41 pilots, guy. Right? It's just it now Lincoln always, Park. So and it's just some with the dude from Lincoln Park. And the dude from Lincoln Park. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. You can never get that out of you. You'll, you'll never be able yep. to get the Sum 41 guy out of like, it's too popular to be together. Get a no name guy, test them, obviously, you know, <laughs> but. Plus, all they're going to ever yeah, ask yeah, you about like, is Avril like, Levine. Like, hey, man, what was it like banging Avril <laughs> Levine? Skater boy. It was awesome. Why did right, she boy. make everything wait, 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 so wait, wait, complicated? I thought she was with uh, the guy from. Uh, Nickelback. No, for the right. Nickelback. I yeah. have always been a treasure him from day one. I was always down <laughs> since day one. And listen, I'm not afraid to say, like, um, I I like Pink's music a lot too, and it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that she's not. Well, I think that he's such a Nickelback fan because he's a Batman's fan, and because you know when when. when He's got Batman game. Or <laughs> I knew you were going there. Uh, man, when you like one shit, when you like one piece of shit, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man. 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 That wasn't Batman. That's a Spider-Man song. That's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. That song. That's Spider-Man. Is, yeah. Wait, you mean, you must be talking about Seal. Kiss by Rose. We were listening to Seal. Remember that one? Yeah, that's Batman. But uh, Burger parking lot, trying to I get our little song. iced cups with Mister Freeze and Batman on it, so we can McDonald's put them in our freezer. You guys remember? You guys remember? Fifteen years ago, the cheapest content series ever, right? It was fifty cent oh, Nickelback. <laughs> that's a really that's so good, Tricky. Holy crap, that's so good. That's going to front of the show. These, these great jokes on trophy horns. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. All right, check it out. Here we are. This, this is, all is night the for reason why we assembled. Now we did have some community questions, so I don't want to ignore them. But Ender, oh Matt G, you wrote in a good question about comics, cards, collecting, and value, all that stuff. We we covered your question without even having it being read on the show, but I did want to acknowledge the fact that you wrote it in the, the next question that was written in uh, MZ Nitro writes in and asks, what is our favorite animal from the Avery bird family and why? And he wrote that one specifically to me. So I'm going to say the bat. And, <laughs> and this thing poem says something yucky. So we're moving into our actual topic of the week. This week's official topic. Um, oh, and I, 
about this too. <laughs> Tonight, okay, we're gonna get into some fun stuff. So, uh, Macho, I know the other crew. I know the rest of the crew is up to speed. Have you? Are you up to speed with what's going on with Xbox and the infamous uh, interview that Phil Spencer just gave with Kind of Funny? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm familiar yes. with the shambles that Xbox is yes. currently in. The Redfall shambles that happened, the UK blockage that has <laughs> happened, and the he interview where Errol. this guy should not have Errol. said too much. Well, just for reference, uh, I don't know that <laughs> so I'll be able to play I will let you guys go ahead, and I, I will do have see what happens. That entire beat recorded. If you want me to play it. No, uh, so what I'm going to do in post is I am going to add clips from that because I thought that that was, and I'll go around the panel and ask everyone's opinion, starting with our resident Game Pass fan, um, Kalai. I thought that Phil Spencer gave the best interview from a man in his power, his position, that I have ever heard. It really did feel like I'm a dude who just took a couple shots to the chin, maybe one to the sack. I got some black eyes, and I'm just going to be real with you. We're hurting right now. And he gave such a candid interview. Now, I have no love for the kind of funny crew. They have said in very, very clear terms, they don't want my kind around. But I got to give it to them. Those dudes, were a, they, they really have built their Xbox brand, and having Phil come on there and have the conversation he did, and, and them having Paris Lilly be a part of it. I listened to him on uh, Gamertag Radio for years and years and years. And they did ask some hard-hitting questions. They didn't ask all the hard-hitting questions, but they did ask straight up, like, what is going on over here? And the things that were said were mind-blowing. Guys, I've listened to that interview four times now. Like, I've listened to the 42-minute interview four times now since it happened. Just, just kind of nice. wrapping my mind around what's being said. Because I've been sitting here in my position of PlayStation privilege for so long. And I've been saying to you guys, now you guys, not the panel, because you guys all listen to me, except for Clyde. She's she's one of them. And then, but the but the listeners, right? And I've been saying, guys, you're cheering for the downfall of the games you're celebrating. Like when you say, give me Game Pass, I won't buy my games, give me Game Pass, you're really saying strip away the quality. Give me a bunch of junk because it's cheap. And I have been saying this in no no less words since the inception of game pass i, I feel like i feel like game pass with the with the fact that they're releasing first party games on game pass is essentially saying our games are worthless and no, they're just fucking desperate and they can't sell their console or their or their games any other way besides making them free it's it, here's the thing and it's, it's 100 apparent now he said it he said that in this interview he says so many different things. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of dig into it. But, but I wanted to say in a very general sense that he confirmed all the things that I've been saying on this show for so many years. Their position, their view of their consoles, and their view and their value on video games in general. He confirmed. He says all those things. So starting with Kalai, I, uh, I know most everyone's opinion, but we're going to go around. Starting with Kalai, you watched it. You did say it was very boring. It did try to put you to sleep. But what, what do you, how do you feel about the current state of, of Xbox First Party and his interview? So I'm not a big fan of interviews because a lot of times interviews, you're just asking questions and they're just giving answers. To me, when I listen to something like that, I want engagement. I want, I want a conversation. So I, w- I was a little bored, but I do like what he was saying. 
I mean, they are number three in the console in the console place, which is fine. He said very importantly, he acquired all of these studios and didn't pay enough attention to them. These studios got a lot of money and didn't know what to do. They shouldn't be turning out trash. They should be coming out with their triple games that Xbox needs to to really start being in this market, first of all. That being said, Redfall is a Bethesda game. So a Bethesda game coming out so buggy, it's it's funny. It it it's sad, but that happens with every mm-hmm. Bethesda game. So it doesn't really surprise me. You know, you know, and he hit the nail on the head. He they came out and said 60 frames per second, and it wasn't coming out at 60 frames per second, and they got to be more transparent. Um Xbox is, um, you know, Xbox was fantastic in the 360. That's why I loved, I fell in love with the the Xbox and I fell in love with the Halo because of the co-op nature of being able to play. Me and my husband played all of the Halos, you know, and we love that. And that's why I expect when it comes to gaming, I expect Sony to pump out fantastic first party games. I expect I expect Nintendo to pump out Zelda, you know, my Marios. And I expect Xbox to come out with these co-op games and they're failing to deliver. You know, uh Halo 5. I was excited for Halo. It took a year for them to bring out that that multiplayer campaign. I still have not played the multiplayer game and I still have not beat Halo. So Xbox does need to step up. Now, them having this real conversation as as a person made me feel that as an Xbox gamer, I am seen. I personally do like what they're doing with Game Pass. I know you guys feel that it's bringing down the industry. But you know what else is bringing down the industry? And I know Tricky agrees with me. Those second party hand uh, games that they sell on GameStop and that they're selling on eBay. So they're trying to find another way to make that money. That being said, there are some really good games on Game Pass like High on Life. I played that game and liked it. You know, you're saying that these games that are free are terrible? MLB comes to Game Pass. They don't make that game. Yeah, they don't make That's a Sony game. I know, but Xbox Game Pass isn't just about their games; it's about everything that's on the series. This is the system. Yeah, but they buy all that stuff. Okay. The only reason it exists is because they have to buy everything to to compete. That's can, true. Can I? Can I? I I don't want to cut you off, Clyde, but I just want to make a point of what you uh, something that was said. You know, Phil Spencer said that they're third place in the console wars. I think it's a fair argument to say that they put themselves there. Correct. Oh yeah, because absolutely. The second they started trying to sell to, to say our games are also coming to PC, every game that we make is also coming to PC. That was the statement where I said internally, they've given up trying to sell consoles and now we're trying to appeal to everybody. It's been long said. There's nothing see said. see now there's nothing wrong with that because they sell Halo on Steam, so they're double dipping that money. They're getting extra money. Absolutely, but the but listen, we uh, 
anybody that's been in games journalists or James, uh, a video games podcast or anything like that have known the unwritten but very well known that console manufacturers, they lose money on every single console they sell. Yep. They and then they make that up pro they make that money back by selling games. So, you know, it that also leads into the whole argument of people turn around and saying, Well, if I can if the game is seventy dollars, why don't I get it cheaper if I buy it digitally? Because there's no shipping, there's no marketing. There's no disc to be pressed. There's the, you, you're taking away all that cost. But in reality, there that's another way of them recouping the money on the console sales. Now, all that being said, and I know I'm getting a little long-winded here, and I'm probably going to get long-winded a couple times on this topic, but Phil Spencer and Xbox gave up on console sales the second they announced every single one of their games is also coming to PC because they turn around and saying, the console, to me, the console's worthless. We need to sell software, and that's where we're going to focus. And I'm sorry, Clyde. No, I, I know I'm going to cut you off right there because, because, see, here's the problem. You, you talk about PC, but there's an entire market of kids that do not play PC. So I disagree with you there. As the kids are growing up, Parents can't afford to spend all this money on PCs where they could buy a $300 Xbox and get the games they want. So no, that, you're, that, you're, that, that, that's not my point. My point being is, is that the second you release your games on another platform, whether it be PC, Switch, a handheld, mobile device, whatever the case may be, the second you take your games solely from the console and move it off, you're, stop, it. you're stopping the reason for anybody to buy a console. If I right. wanted to play The Last of Us Part 1 when it came out on PS5, or I want to play Horizon uh, Forbidden West right now, I had to buy a PlayStation 5 to play it. I didn't have another avenue. Even though I have a high-end PC sitting directly next to me, I did not have an option to buy, play those games. Now, I could do the, the smart choice and say, oh, I'll wait six months before PlayStation puts it on PC. But, uh, I mean, let's be real. You're in a broken-ass PC game? Look, look at The Last of Us on PC right now. It's a piece of trash. I have yep. a lot I have a lot of friends, though, that won't buy a PlayStation. So well, now, that, But that's the point, is that they, then they're choosing not to play that game. Except if now I, you're saying that... I could buy Halo on... PC, I could play uh, Halo right now on my PC if I get the uh, Game Pass. I could play uh, Gears of War. I could play Forza right now, and I don't own an Xbox. If I want to play Uncharted, if I want to play The Last of Us, if I want to play Ratchet and Clank, I want to play Horizon. I need to own a PC. No, uh, you place don't. Yes, I do. When, if, when the games come out, well, for I like for like ten years, you did. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. I think we're oh. missing missing the forest for the trees. We're talking about the current state oh. of Xbox and Game Pass, and we're not we're not on. I mean, the devaluation of exclusivity not, in games I'm, and consoles. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to go down that path. What I'm saying is, if 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 PlayStation, excuse me, if if Microsoft and Phil, Phil Spencer were so worried about winning the console war. They should not have done that because the Xbox doesn't give a shit about video games, though. Or Microsoft doesn't give a shit about video games. They've already said that. 
This is fuck money for them. They don't <laughs> well, care. Well, Listen, hang on. Let, let's 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 dial it back because we are we're 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 jumping ahead. There are a handful of things to get can I, to. Can I make one more point real quick, please? Well, this is Kali's time. You can make your point. Hang hang tight. I'm gonna have to ask you to simmer down now. Stand up. Why was telling us her perspective on the current state of her beloved Xbox, and you went for the jugular on why exclusives <laughs> do or don't matter. So I'm, I'm gonna fine. ask Kali to finish, and we will get there. This I promise. Yes, Kali. Kali, I apologize. Now the other thing about I like about. Xbox Game Pass is it does embrace the philosophy that I feel that Xbox is for multiplayer games. I have a good friend. His name is Dice. Some people know him. And he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. The other, you know, I haven't talked to him in a while since I, I left my last job. He called me up. He's like, let's play a game together. And we both have Game Pass. So I picked up and started playing Outriders with him. I got to sit and shoot the breeze and play. Ten years ago, it would be like, oh, who's going to buy that game? Who's going to get that game? I want to play this game. And there's been (laughs) so many. You're you're making his point. (laughs) Sorry. He's having a stroke, but yes, you are, you're, but you are correct. So, it has made it easier for you, but yes. But there's so many times I have bought games on other systems to play with people, and they won't play with me, Joe. <coughs> so at least with that. Game Pass, I don't have to. At least with Game Pass, I'm not bu- I don't feel like I have to buy a game and waste money if I could play with my friends. I could play Horizon with my friends. Because me, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to pay $70 for Horizon. Uh, for <laughs> You're killing Tricky. You're literally assaulting him with your words. Oh my God. <laughs> Basically, my point is Microsoft is losing out on so much money. Much, hey. Well, and they've, they've conditioned to, they okay, conditioned, I'm going to yeah, go now. They conditioned I'm going to go now. This. So they've conditioned gamers now to believe that games are not worth $70. Games are not worth buying anymore. Right, so I will wait now for something to become freer. I will wait. I'm entitled to this now. No, like, I'm, I'm not, entitled to I'm this not world saying now. that I'm entitled. I'm saying that... Let's take Horizon Forza. Let's take Horizon mm-hmm. Forza. How am I at racing games? You mean wonderful. Right. Really, really shitty. Yeah, I'm really absolutely shitty. amazing. Some would uh, say the best. Am you I mean Forza Horizon. Uh-huh. That's what she said. Forza Horizon. Horizon, which I'm thinking PlayStation. No, uh, we're talking about Xbox. Get your mind out of. We're talking about Xbox. Get your mind out of the gutter, Triggy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So take Forza Horizon. The, it's an arcade game. I've bought it in the past. I've played it for ten minutes. My husband's like, Clyde, why are you going to buy that game again? You're only going to play it for ten minutes. I get online. I have ten friends that are playing. Well, now I want to play the game because my friends have it. Do I, I'm going to spend the money on it? No, I'm not going to spend $70 for a game I'm going to pay 10 minutes for. What Xbox is allowing me to do is play with my friends. They're embracing the fact that they are a multiplayer uh, system, which is going to push them apart from PlayStation. PlayStation is a single-player system. Xbox is a multiplayer system. So... Oh, I'm gonna stop you there. So, who has the largest Call of Duty fan base? 
just two, who has the largest Call of Duty fan base? Is it uh, PlayStation or uh, Xbox? I think it's, that would be a PlayStation. Oh, it'd be PlayStation. Well, not after they buy Activision. Also, also <laughs> for PlayStation. Why do you think they're blocking it? It's PlayStation. Because yeah. they're Fortnite. trying to create a fucking monopoly. That's right. Okay, now. Well, okay, we've had. PlayStation already has a monopoly. Okay, Kawhi. No, that's not true. Nintendo does. All right, so check it out. No, Kawhi has it, had it's before. Actually, no, wait. It's <laughs> actually PlayStation. PlayStation is being sued because you cannot buy digital games in any other storefront. You can only buy them through the PlayStation Store, which is making them a monopoly. They're actually getting sued for that. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. A worldwide franchise, Jimmy Ryan, ain't about no bull crap. So check it out. Now, Macho Man has been very patient. He's not having a seizure like some of our hosts are having while having this conversation. So, Macho, we would love to know your opinion on the current state of uh, X-Flops, <clears throat> Xbox, sorry, and <laughs> Game Pass. All the X-Twats out there. Macho. Macho. <laughs> Macho, please give me the hot tag right now. No, no, no hot tag. No hot tag. Macho man with the hot tag. I have to point out something Nikolai said. No, God, why? Why would you do that? Now you get the floor to talk for 20 minutes. Go ahead, go ahead. I promise. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> oh, three hey, minute warning. warning! Hey, tricky, what? tricky! If you're gonna go, I got you. You got three minutes. Uh, That's it. I, I promise. After I say this, I'm three minutes of mic, so talk time. <laughs> go the ahead. Lies point. Okay, that she wasn't gonna spend seventy dollars to to play ten minutes of a game. You know what she just did? She described a demo. That's what they're giving you. Xbox is giving you a demo. Say, here, here's the full game. Go play with your friends for ten minutes, but don't have to give us a dime. That's a demo. All right, I'm done. <laughs> okay, now. Macho man, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I think that, you know, if mm-hmm. we look back at the history of Xbox, I, I'm going to agree with uh, Kalai that uh, it, it always has been that that they are always the the the, the multiplayer first, and we see that mm-hmm. because when Xbox first came out, Xbox Live was this mind blowing thing. It was crazy. It's playing online with your friends, and Halo Two was one of the first games to do that. Um, I think that they've had that the whole their whole career was always multiplayer first. So jumping ahead to what we're at now, I think the issue. Look, I'm not a businessman. I'm just talking. I'm just a guy in front of a computer talking. I'm just a gamer. I'm just a guy that likes it. I think the problem is that they're trying to do two things at once. I think that they're trying to do the multiplayer thing with your friends. Actually, let's say three things at once. They're trying to keep that multiplayer thing with your friends. Then they're trying to do the Xbox Game Pass thing. Then they're trying to do, let's get some really good games out there. I think with Sony, not to go too off topic, Sony is really about let's get the great experience out there. Uncharted, God of War, Last of Us, story-based games alone by yourself that you can enjoy by yourself. And Xbox is with the multiplayer. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is I think they're doing a lot of talking, but they're not doing a lot of walking. A lot of these games that are coming out are just really broken or just not fun. Yeah. Yes, back in the day they were. Gears of War 1, 2, and 3 arguably was really solid games. Halo 1, 2, and 3 arguably solid games. 
But then now you look at it, Halo's not looking good, Broken Promises. Then you have Crackdown was a complete mess. Then you had Outriders, which I don't know, no offense, I don't even know who still plays that game. And then you have um, Redfall that that uh, it w- is complete shambles. And that like actually the only game that they got going mm-hmm. on right now that's actually pretty solid is uh, Forza. The Forza is a pretty solid game. But yep. then you add all these games to a service yep. And you say, hey, well, at least they're free. That's a problem. That's a problem. I'd rather pay for I rather pay for a game that works, that a game that's good and fun, than get a free game that's broken, that's not fun, that's half-assed, that's unenjoyable. And I think they're they're in a they're in a spot that they don't know what to do. And I will end it with this for this 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 roundabout that they know they can't compete. So they're trying to buy Activision Blizzard because Activision Blizzard has one of the big, biggest games of all time. And like Mr. TMT said, that where is PlayStation with Call of Duty? Well, guess what? Call of Duty and in the MLG scene is played on PlayStation. So they 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 can't just let that go. So it's a problem is that Xbox is trying to yep. band-aid what's the problem right. with buying and taking instead of creating like, like they bought bethesda uh, I, and look what we got we got redfall all i will feels good. yeah and i'll end with this There's i'll say so this they better hope to god that starfield comes out working because the starfield is starfield does not come out and not just it's the seven or an eight down. if if it's starfield better, does no, not come out as a bethesda nine down. I'm sorry. If that game's not They're a nine, in trouble. You better close Bethesda the fuck okay. down. There's too many mistakes in a row. No, even let's Spencer, look at Bethesda. Even Spencer, yeah. said, even Spencer said in this interview that even if Starfield comes out at 11 out of 10, it's not going to make people sell their PlayStation 5. And I said right. this on my show that was just released the, yesterday morning. What Phil Spencer was actually saying was not if Starfield's 11 out of 10 are people going to sell their PlayStation 5. He was saying even if Starfield's an 11 out of 10, nobody's going to buy an Xbox. That's exactly Wait, can we just, just make the big elephant in the room here? He released his podcast on time? I released my podcast <laughs> on time every week. <laughs> All right, now, no, you don't. Now, don't, lie but, to, don't lie to the fucking public. Not, too, not our was, show, Lee. I thought that was great. I, 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 I thought it was good a year and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll end it with that. I was just one more thing. I will say this, and I, I really meant to say that they're trying so many different avenues with Game Pass, with uh, every game on PC, and with uh, cloud gaming. They're trying so many avenues of different games, which I appreciate. It's 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 progressive in the sense of gaming. It's the future of gaming. You can play here. You can play on your TV. You can play on Game Pass. You can play on PC with your friends. Like I say, with your friends, she can play on PC while her friends play on, on the TV, while they play on the on, on Steam Deck. Beautiful. There's so Beautiful. many There's avenues, no but not now, enough Joe, I know you and Tricky are going to have is, some real, real strong things to say. Yeah, so, I'll pass it off. T. Diddy, I'll let man. You more money, more problems. What you got? Well, what I have is a failure to communicate. And the failure is on the behalf of Microsoft themselves. And uh, Macho said it so great, so gracefully, by the way, of them having so many things where you can play together. 
Well, hell, man, I don't want to hold somebody's hands while he's choking my damn chicken. I'm just not interested in that. What I want is something that's original, something that takes place, something that's fun, something, some original ideals from like the 360 they can go back to. They have a huge library. They have a Mm -hmm. failure of good library games that they refuse to go back to. You could take brute force. Fuck, I'll take a cameo at this point, bro. You could take uh, was it? <laughs> like, that's how bad it is Xbox right now. One yeah. and two. That's how bad it is. Have so just some... go make a good Battletoads game, dude. How do you screw that up? How did that Battletoads game? Nobody talks about how bad that Battletoads game is, but that's that Battletoads game is abysmal. That is a slap in the face to anybody who ever played those Battletoads games. I still have the original Double Dragon arcade game for my Xbox 360 that I've transferred. Well, I don't know if I've transferred it over to my Xbox uh, X series, but I still have that game in my Gamers Pass along with the original Jowls, along with the original Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. I mean, I have a ton of uh, classic games for the uh, Xbox 360, and um, I have an affinity for it. But just like I said, once Xbox told me to my in that defense, we had a completely different yourselves. CEO that was in and, um, Phil. Phil came back, came out. And- every time someone says that, guess who had a seat at that table? Phil Spencer. Every he time didn't come from nowhere. Every- he was on the board there. So if he became the man when Don Matrick got yeah. ousted after that, but Phil sat at that table and he helped by the way, I just want to say. But Phil's, Phil has sat at that table for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, and when you talked about Phil, remember, yeah, the head of EA Games was ahead of it before was he it was. It was I can't remember his name, but he was. Yeah, it was Peter. It, no, yeah, it was not Peter Monadu. It was some other guy. He was before Don. Um, well, was it Peter that was head? But it was Okay. Um, and. They they screwed up so many times, and there's so many great games that Xbox could go I back to. You know, they have an original fighting game from Square Enix called Kato Trojan, which I mentioned on here numerous times before. All you have to do is take out the call to prayer song to the Muslim faith, and that's a good fighting game. You can redo it, and you can have Xbox's own fighting game with their own characters in it. Or you can basically go back to... um. Tyco um, to Team Ninja and say, hey, we know you did a Dead or Alive. We've sponsored you with Dead or Alive numerous times. Can you make us a fighting game with Xbox characters throughout mm-hmm. time that we have all these different characters? Hell, uh, Con- uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Put him in it. You know, Make your own Smash Brothers with Xbox characters. I just picked There's up both so those many games. ways you can go. Blinks to Time Sweeper. Part 1, which is unbelievably a decent game. 2, two was kind of bad, but you know, there's so many good titles waiting to be done. I just talked about Lollipop can, can Chainsaw earlier. Can I just say earlier. something real quick? You know, if, you're, if you're actually making a reboot, that, say, that'd I'm be awesome. That's a joke. great game. You Platinum said games, that you know when, the, ahead, when they sorry. said gamers uh, have to play online if they can't afford it, oh well. I wanted to say, every time someone says that, another another gamer gets his PlayStation. <laughs> Well, no, no, you say that, but like, no joke, that whole conversation that Phil Spencer had, he was, an Xbox One. Yeah, that whole conversation Phil Spencer had the other day was like, was every time we miss you, I we give you another reason to buy a PlayStation. Every yeah. every time we release a broken game, every time we fail to put out something from our first party, 
we're we're incentivizing the competition and we're in, and he said he said that you know hey the Xbox one generation was the most important generation to lose because that's where everyone built their digital library that's going to go forward with them from now on and they botched it and all they've done since then see here's here's the thing everyone and and I love Phil Spencer I'm a Phil Spencer fan okay I'm an OG Xbox fan I'm a 360 fan but whenever the Xbox One came out, I'm like, wait a second, guys. Whoa, I'm not down with all this stuff. Okay. Since they lost that generation, they have made all of these consumer-friendly decisions. And I'm saying that in quotations. But their consumer-friendly decisions have been, let me take this gun. Let me point it right down and shoot myself in the foot. Because, hey, Kalai, you know what you love? You love being able to play these games with your friends. You know what? Because you love that, we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to make you buy them anymore. Okay. Never mind where the money's going to come from to to fund good <laughs> games. You know what? For your subscription, for your one dollar for the next two years, you're going to get access to our entire first party. As a matter of fact, oh guys, we love gamers so much. You want to play on your PC? You don't even have to buy our console anymore, Kali, because you—that's right—you can have your game anywhere. You know what? Never mind. We're not going to worry about where the money is going to come from to sustain <laughs> these games that are costing they more and more it. hundreds of millions. They don't, they don't need it. They're Microsoft. They're oh, Microsoft, Daryl. That's the. F- this is I, the whole fucking problem of this whole thing. They are Microsoft. If Xbox I, wasn't owned by Microsoft, they wouldn't even fucking exist. But see, that's okay. Okay, I, I got to make a couple points. T, you made it. You, you made a statement before. Xbox has their own fighting game. It's called Killer Instinct. They have Tail Fang. They bought they that have one. Multiple fighting games. They, 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 they dropped the ball with that. Two, mm-hmm. as Daryl just said, oh, you Here's love our Lotus. games? Go buy Game Pass. We'll give it to you for six months for a dollar. You lose and, so and then you money. can ask for a refund at the end of it. And then after that six months is over, oh, go, go buy an Xbox game. And we'll give you Game Pass again for another dollar. Oh, take that. But oh, wait. Oh, wait. You return the game back to GameStop? Oh, we'll still give you the Game Pass for another six months for a dollar. I have Game Pass right now for three years. because, And I paid a total of $10. And yeah. I've never used it once. I, I have it too. I say that I say all this stuff from my shiny porcelain game pass throne. But here, Damn. what another thing that he said in that interview was he said we're not trying to out console the competition. Well, it's because you told everyone your console wasn't valuable. You said you want us to play anywhere, which doesn't incentivize us to go to you and get your console to play your games. You told us your games weren't valuable because you gave them to us for free on a subscription. Then in said subscription, you continue to release broken and bad games. Redfall is the tip of the iceberg. This is this is the one I think this is really showing the cracks and the weaknesses. But guys, we already mentioned Battletoads. No one talks about Battletoads, but dude, he came out on that stage at E3 and said, we bought Rare, we're fixing Sea of Thieves, and we're giving you another Battletoads game. He wore his Battletoads shirt. See, that one, that one went under the radar, but my brother and I are huge Battletoads fans. Battletoads Same. and Double Dragon. Dude, we love those games. Pissed. That's pissed, that game I was like, I is so bad. It is awful. It's a But the real problem is, is that they they do too many deals with Japan and other gaming, like third-party uh, companies, and they don't basically give them the money to finish the deal, or basically the the you know the companies you know try to get out of the contract or whatever. Think Scale about down. this: they Scale had an down, awesome yeah. game from Platinum coming out. It was going to be something with some dragons. It was really cool. It was hyped up. Scalebound. Yeah. Scalebound. I and was then, looking forward to that game, dude. They I was had really they had they it. had like. 
they, they this has happened to them. I've said this on the show numerous times. True fantasies. A lot of different Japanese titles. Yeah. But every time they work with Japan, Japan basically just screws them raw with no lube every time. And they need to either get something set and like like seriously in stone saying, Hey, you either perform this or you give us back all our money. We're not gonna sit there and let you just make something and then use it for someone else later on down the line. But another game they should bring back that would just be hard. And you know they said they're not doing any more backwards compatible games. They are making it. Okay, well, if you're not going to make it backwards compatible, then just make Jet Set Radio Future available now. They are going to make one? Sega is making one. It's not for the Xbox. Is it for the Xbox exclusively only? They're making a new game. Okay, so so it's not Future, though. It's not Because Future had a great soundtrack. Okay, so that's another thing. That's why they keep losing these games with Square Enix and stuff. Like... Do you? What? Why would you? If you're a publisher right now, and I got, I got a couple of things on my notes here, I'm going to ask some questions. I want to ask you guys, just you know, real good thinking exercises. But Macho Man, let's say you're a publisher. Let's say you make games. Okay, you you have access to telemetry to see what sells on these platforms and what doesn't sell on these platforms, right? Would you make a game for a platform that incentivizes you not to buy games? Or would you make a game for a platform <laughs> that incentivizes you to buy games? The business, I mean, obviously you're going to get the, the answer. The business answer is yes, right. I would. And that's the only answer that anyone should come out of their mouth is the business answer. This isn't a charity. This is a business. So yes, if it's going to sell and we're going to get cold hard cash from it, $70, I'm going to go with those guys. If you can even of, get on Game Pass. Well, instead of Rolling the dice because not, not every game does. on okay. Game Pass or whatever. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. it, it if just, you can even but get to further Pass, that point, it, it's you know, just look at. Uh, go ahead. What was it? Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the second Tomb Raider game that came out. No, Shadow was the third one. Yeah, Shadow. Rise was the second. Right. Uh, okay, so when Rise of the Tomb Raider was coming out, it was announced that it That's was going to get a year exclusivity yep. with Microsoft, mm-hmm. and, and you have to assume that. You know, Microsoft paid them a buttload of money to have that game exclusive for a year. But you, when you look at that whole conversation, right before that was announced, Square Enix came out and said that the original Tomb Raider was a failure, even though they sold six million copies of it. They said well, it was that's. I mean, Square's fucking dumb. Like what? they have dumb yeah. fucking sale okay. expectations. Let's 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 call a spade a spade, Tricky. Yeah, they that, said that Avengers know, was a that fucking failure. On Xbox. That they said they said the fucking Avengers <laughs> was a failure, and look how many copies that sold. Right. No, hold up. But my well, point they, is, they lost money on that one. And, and you're right, Square Enix is fucking idiots. But my point being is that if Square Enix turned around and said Tomb Raider was originally a failure, but then Microsoft came out and said. Well, listen, we're going to give you a shitload of cash. Just make your game exclusive for a year to us. That also incentivizes Square Enix to turn around and say, okay, you know what? We know our game is going to be on Game Pass, but we're going to make that money from money that Microsoft is giving us to make it exclusive for a year. And then after the year passes, when it releases on PlayStation, we're going to, ha- we're going to make a shitload of sales. So, uh, Daryl, I-, I appreciate your question, and it's an honest question. I, and, like, I-, I appreciate the way you framed it. But there are these companies are given exclusives uh, deals like Call of, how long did Microsoft had the exclusive rights to the first Call of Duty stuff? And then when, up once until the PS4. Right. And then once the PS4 came out and 
Sony made this strong comeback with the PS3 and outsold the 360, even though they were losing for most of the generation. Activision turned around and said, you know what? We're going to give exclusive rights to the PlayStation. And I'm then, sure I'm sure that wallet, I'm sure that paycheck was with the incentive. So right. Got, and, and since that day, PlayStation has been the majority console for Call of Duty. So it, it what you asked, Daryl, was a good question, but it's a loaded question because there's so many other factors involved in that. Right, right. And so, but keep that in your mind because with that loaded question comes a thinking exercise for the panel. Hold on, you guys ready? I never I, I never got to say my piece, did I? Did yeah, I ever get to, these guys never got to send their piece. I actually, I out. never got to say my piece. First of all, hold on, when hold my on. dude walks on, when my dude asks, asks the, answers the question, he says we're number three. Kalai, how does that make you feel as an Xbox gamer? I mean, it it's it is what it is. There's always going to be a number one. There's always going to be a number two, and it's always going to be a number three. I I don't. To me, I don't. When I want to play a game, I don't go. Ooh, I'm going to play on the number one console. You do. You play on a PC. Uh, that's true. But when I pick, so you game, just told me you didn't do that, but you do. Well, listen, listen. It depends. It's listen, it depends on my, my mood. Like if I want to sit down and play a great game, like Ghost of Tsushima, I'm playing on the PlayStation. If I want to go hang out with my friends and talk junk and have fun, I'm playing on the PlayStation. And if I want to talk, if I want to play a more sophisticated system, then I play my PC. <laughs> okay. So how does that make you feel, Joe? How does Xbox make you feel right now? So, I mean, when, when, when your head leader or your spokesperson says, Hey, we're number three, like as an Xbox gamer, as, as people that listen to the X cast, I'd be fucking enraged. My dude, keeps promising us all this shit and they keep under delivering every time oh we're gonna see this game in six months we're gonna see or we're gonna have an exclusive every month for the next six months well yeah that didn't happen either none bro if you go back to last june during that showcase in our loot in our loot bros facebook group look at the hate i was getting when i I was getting funny yes all the xbox came running out saying look at that new game to game pass once a month bro that didn't happen and he admitted he said the other day that you you shouldn't believe anything i say at this point he he, don't believe anything they say he outright said everything that we promised no can you name can you name one successful game can you name one successful game on Xbox since Xbox Series X has been out? Can you name one? Can you freaking name one successful would be s- exclusive that has come out that has been good that has been raved about? I can name five. Eleven. Forza. How many can you name <laughs> on PlayStation? Since like four, five. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Coli. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. That was a banger. That was Last a banger. of Us. God of War. One and two. I don't understand. Like you, you it, it, it's like uh, the game, the game, like the the fanboys. But look, sucks, I, I, I love it gaming, sucks. man. But look, you, you, I, I feel bad. Actually, you, I gotta, honestly, you gotta feel bad. tell the truth I here, feel man. Fucking bad. I can't name a free like game. You were, you were sold Xbox a promise come out and a dream, and you're never gonna get what you paid for ever. My, my problem with what Phil Spencer said about being third in the consoles was not that he said they were third in the consoles. It's the defeatist attitude he had when he said it. It was mm-hmm. like. Third in consoles, and he sounded defeated, like he what had no fight in him, no. like saying this is not. He it, it didn't come across like we're third in consoles, and but this is not where we want to be. No. It was we're third in consoles, 
And we just have to accept that. Well, he followed it up with that line where because other companies do things in the industry that make it harder for us. Like he said, it was we're third because it's unfair. Why is Because you're buying everything. How is that fucking unfair? Hey, all right, you're trying so, to collapse the gaming industry. I want. I want to ask you guys a question. Okay. He said something. This is one of my two thinking exercises. Okay. And we're gonna go around. The, we're gonna go around the horn, starting with you, Clyde. Oh. He he said he said it's not like we can just make good games because I hear all the industry <laughs> pundits say if you just make good games it would change things and he said no that's not it okay all right now let's take let's do a little thoughtful exercise I can't believe Dude. you're just just asking me this question has triggered tricky by the way it did me too because I gotta breathe I gotta me. breathe it I gotta me. breathe I, I gotta said, breathe right he now he said making good games doesn't doesn't make a difference he said that. He's I, I can't fucking crack. Okay, so I can't. My, I can't wait. I can't wait, Daryl. You bought twenty six fucking studios. <laughs> How can you not make a great game? Hey, doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't matter. Joe. It doesn't matter. Where's the update on Hellblade? When do we have a release on Hellblade? When hey. do they talk about Hellblade? What about Compulsion Games? You guys remember them? Hey, they put a game out on PlayStation. Xbox bought them. Ain't put nothing out since twenty seventeen. Check it out. Here's my here's my question, Macho Man. <laughs> All right. If good games don't matter, per Phil Spencer, we're going to change it to the update. We're going to say bad games. Okay. Do bad games make it worse for your platform? Yes or no? <laughs> Is the sun so bright? Good games don't matter, though. But bad games, you would yes, think, you would say, in your honest professional opinion, bad console. games make it worse. <laughs> I, it's like I don't. It's like I don't even understand what he means by that. Like how I I I don't I can't like my mind Dude, can't okay, compute so. what he means by that and why he would say that being the face of Xbox. <laughs> he's gonna die. Like, he's gonna. I, he's gonna have a heart attack. I, I'll let okay. Tricky. I say this a lot, right? And this is a teaching I, I moment for what me and my children. Do. Okay. When they go to say something and they maybe repeat something or they say whatever, they say, "I don't want to sound racist," and I say, "Stop right there." <laughs> if you have to preface what you're saying with you don't want to sound racist okay let's analyze what you're going to say <laughs> if it's a color thing change the color is the statement still racist yes or no <laughs> if it is not then what you're about to say is not a racist statement but if so... it is okay so same rules apply for the gamer playing here tonight t diddy if good games don't matter and good games don't make your platform better, do bad games make your platform worse? Yes or no? This is a more complicated and it's a gray area. And I'm going to say why it's a gray area because I think Phil basically did some some type of drugs before he did Twice. that interview because he was checked out like he wanted to be fired. I've never seen a man more more defeated, and, and, and it felt like you know he he had, he needed to be punished. In other words, he went to like some dominatrix after the interview, and she just got the whips out and just whipped him for a while because he That's felt right. like he needed to be punished. For his well, failures, and he knows those failures this are squarely on his, anymore, baby. Uh, on his watch. It's not on anybody else's watch. That's on him. So that's correct. <laughs> it, it, it's his bullshit. And, and look, 
Phil's a good looking dude, man. So he can get away with a lot of bullshit. He's hey, a good he's, looking he's dude. All right. right now. Let, let, let's let, let's give it up to Phil. Come stuff. on. He's a good looking dude. Maybe he, he can just do what buy he wants. some more companies, you know? Yeah, right now. But, but, um, yeah, exactly. But what he needs to do, and, and this is the one thing is, is I've never seen a guy go into an interview he's twice, like these people were his bosses. Twice he mentioned saying, being replaced. Twice. He said he's got right enough. Now. I'm done. Uh, I'm you know, checked dings out. Dings on his record to where I'm this could to be someone else's responsibility to, to change the ship. And he mentioned that there's a fire fill campaign on Twitter. And he said, you know, maybe I should be because I get paid too much for this. So... Oh yeah, he's fine forever. Oh, I'm but, sure he has I mean, a good buyout. He just give him an Xbox. He's going to walk away with hey, a shitload get, of money. You have the Golden Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. Though. All right, Kalai, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> if good games don't make your platform better, do bad games make your platform worse? Yes or no? I feel that uh, games, uh, if a game is good or bad, is in the eye of the beholder. And the reason why I'm saying this is because just because uh, PlayStation puts out a game and people think it's bad, I think it's good. And one of the examples is High on Life. I loved High on Life. People didn't like that game because the guns talked too much and they felt they were annoying. I didn't care. I laughed throughout the entire thing. I beat the game. So that, I think, is kind of a loaded question. Now I'm going to take it to the PlayStation side. Tricky loved uh, The Last of Us Part 2. I did not like The Last of Us Part 2 because I did not like the ending. I didn't like they do with the character. So you're asking a loaded question in the fact that the game, a terrible game, is in the eye of the beholder. And there's been many games that people think are bad that I like because I, I just can't help it. I like the game. Coming from the king of I like bad games, and I play all the bad games so you guys don't have to. You guys have given me a lot of crap over the years on my choices. So no one here can say they love a bad game harder than this guy. Now, with that being said, we have a industry standard. We have a measurement, okay, that determines whether games are good or bad. So loaded question or not loaded question, by this determination, we decide whether games are good or bad. And therefore, if you stack your platform with bad games, is it su- sustainable? Are you going to keep, are people going to keep coming back and paying for them if the universal measuring system says that this is bad? And there's been a lot of bad games that have come out and turned themselves around. Is that what we want, though? Is that the standard no. we want? No. Yeah, exactly. No Man's Sky. Cyberpunk. No Man's Sky. Are you referring to exclusives? If you're referring if you're referring to exclusives, that changes the whole question. Because a game like Madden could come out on Xbox, and if it's bad, well, it's going to be bad on PlayStation, it's going to be bad on Xbox, it's going to be bad on PC. But if you're talking about exclusives, then yes, the it, the question I still stand is that yes, it can make your 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 is console bad if the exclusives you that, that are only on that, that console are crap. It's going to make that console really crap. Oh, see now we're going full circle with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the argument and, and, they keep saying. They keep Xbox saying, if all they're free, what does it matter basket. if it's broken? That's a problem. Tricky, are this you alive? This should not be like that. Oh, I'm alive. 
I bet, I bet, I bet two things are happening right now. Tricky's Please drive this bl- home, Tricky, for me. Tricky's blood Please. pressure is high, but his thing is hard as a rock right Please now. Please knock like, this oh, out of the park. Xbox hate just balling the one. Ah. It's it's justified hate though. That's they the did, problem. They did it to themselves. They try hate. to buy everything and fuck you. Because guess what? You bought twenty six studios and you got shit for it. Because they I didn't pull, manage them. Can I pull the pin on this grenade right now? Go for Go it. Go ahead. Man. Blow Please. it up. Okay. Let's be real here, okay? <laughs> it, Macho made the point. If we're talking exclusives, that's where your question really boils down to being. Mm-hmm. Okay? If it's a multi-platform game, with the exception of a PS3 to Vita game or PS4 to Vita game or a Switch game to a 3DS game where the platforms are different, the technology is different, that that's out of the question. Okay. That you can't go with exclusives with that. But the fact of the matter is, is there has not been a good Xbox exclusive game. And I'm not even going the argument of PC right now. I'm talking about strictly games that come out on Xbox that did not release on PlayStation. You guys brought up the fact of Gears of War. Gears of War was good up until Cliffy B left. 100%. Halo was good until they gave it to 343. 100%. 110%. Okay. So you look at those, just those two series, okay, which arguably could be the staple of why the 360 did so well. Yeah, they define Xbox. That is 100% what made them so great. You, right. And that was right. their companies. You know what I mean? They didn't have to buy. Technically speaking, they didn't have to buy them. That's right. They owned them. They and see, so it is possible. It's not impossible for Xbox to have okay. their own companies that make good games. It's just that. Okay, but see, it, it, now it's, they're gone. Bungie's gone. PlayStation for a second. Uh, Cliffy B's God of War. The you know original I mean? God of War on the PS2 was done by David Jaffe. Correct. God of War Two was done by Corey Barlog. Correct. God of War 3 was done by Stig Amason, whatever his name was. Yep. Okay. Uh, God of War Ascension was done by a different game director. The original God of War on, uh, the, I'm sorry, not the original, God of War 2018 was done by Corey Barlog, the first repeat director in the entire series. God of War Ragnarok had a completely different director. I don't remember his name. Forgive me. The fact of the matter is, if you make good games, it doesn't matter who is at the helm of it because the product is there. There are people that hate Kratos because of who he was because of the original three games. Now they love Kratos because of his character arc in the new uh, updated current-gen console games. Yep. Games matter. Series matters. The reason why Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 were fantastic and arguably the best games made for the the console was because they were headed up by Amy Hannon. Once Amy Hannon left, it was taken over by Neil Druckmann. And there's a lot of controversy with Neil Druckmann taking over and, 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 and Bruce Straley. They took over Uncharted 4, but they also Cockman. made my favorite game of all time, The Last of Us. Hands down, The Last of Us, I don't care what anybody says, 
You could fight me. The Last of Us is the greatest game ever made by a storytelling pers- uh, <clears throat> arc. Now, the gameplay does need some help, okay? But a ga- great game is not just one aspect of the game. There's story, there's gameplay, there's uh, the technical issues, all that stuff. That all matters. The fact that Phil Spencer, and I don't care what anybody says, Phil Spencer did that uh, that interview with XCast, and there's you're not going to convince me he did not go on there with the intention of getting himself fired. He was sandbagging, bro. He was sandbagging. He went on that entire interview, and and you could tell he's like, I'm, I'm way overpaid. Who the hell says I'm well overpaid for my job? I'm way overpaid for all my failures. He was getting somebody to go, wait a second. He is overpaid. He's not <laughs> Okay. I, I, I'm surprised he was on that podcast. I don't even like, there's no one in this guy's ear saying, hey, do not plug. do this. Or hey, okay. like an earpiece saying, "Hey, yeah. maybe you don't don't say that." Like in the you know, like on the news, like so you know, hey, don't I, say that. I Pull the plug, the, don't the do that. Don't go on there. They did the day he, after that, they did that, the that dude just went on there. And like Greg said, like basically when he came on to do the interview, they were like, "Nothing's off limits, right?" And he's like, "No," and they just fucking went, and no. they just they they came with the questions. That- Those guys. Snowbike Mike and and Paris did not fuck around, and they had they had an agenda going in. Okay, hold on. I think that was their agenda from the jump. Let's, I don't even think that was just their agenda, just because Redfall bombed. Let, let, it had, they had to pivot because let, they had to give the people a true, honest opinion. Okay, let, and let, they had him on. Let's be real for a second. If you watch that whole entire interview, okay, yes, they did ask hard hitting <laughs> questions, but I I would say arguably eighty to eighty five percent of that show. Was just Phil talking. Just him going. Just ripping. He just kept going. They asked the question, and he did the long-winded answers. So there is so much more that I guarantee you they they wanted to talk about, but they Mm -hmm. ran out of time. Well, that last last section he left with, he goes, you know what? This is probably going to be disruptive, but he just had to get it off his chest. And that last little leg about the not out console and uh, Sony and the 11 out of 10 won't make you buy Xbox games. They lost the most important. Like he said everything that you needed to know about the state of Xbox in that last little blip. And it was so it was very defeating and it was very much like we can't win. We're not going to win. We tried a lot of different things and I don't care what anybody says. Making great games doesn't work. I think they missed it, guys. I think personally, (laughs) and and this is going to lead us into our next thinking exercise. And then we're going to have to let Kali go. But Uh, here's the thing. I I can't beat the sticky switch, Daryl. I got one one more point to make before we move on. All right. Well, T, T and Kali both brought up the fact that Xbox's whole thing was you could play your games everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's the selling point of Xbox and uh, the cloud and all that stuff. Okay, and this, I, I promise you, I'm not trying to dig at Xbox for this, but what the hell does that matter if there's no games to play? Correct, because good games don't matter, Tricky. He said that. Like and, and, You can and, answer all your own questions with the words that he gave you in that interview. That's my point. Is he he's out here trying to market, play anywhere, use the cloud, blah blah blah. blah. But good games don't matter. Just well, play other people's games. None of that shit matters. The S card doesn't matter. The play anywhere doesn't matter unless you have a good game to play. How many people 
legitimately were, were, were so pumped to play Redfall. And then when it comes out, it's so broken that they can't play it. And it's bad. Like, not only is it broken, but also it's yeah. bad. Listening, I've listened to, yeah. It's unplayable. It's just not like a fun game. It's like, it's, it's not just that it's broken. Like you said, Daryl, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not fun. It's like, it's just, it's broken. And it's like, right. it's just not entertaining. It's nothing, it's not nothing new under the sun. It's nothing like, we just had Back for Blood and you're making the Redfall and, and, and then and Back for Blood wasn't been that great. And, and now you do Redfall. It's like, okay, I guess one of the biggest hype games coming up. I mean, I, I, I'm broken. not trying to be a dead horse. <laughs> it's here. like it's a double whammy. It's not man. a Microsoft thing, but look at one of the biggest hype games coming up was Cyberpunk 2077. And that game released so broken. Yep. And it killed it. But we keep we, we keep allowing this. These standards that we're talking about tonight, mm-hmm. like give me broken games, yeah. I'll still play them, I'll still buy them. Give me bad subscriptions, I'll still pay it. I'll, I don't care as long as I can. Well, give me one of your selling points, I'll stick to that that memo. Yeah, see, I didn't really have the mm-hmm. problem with uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven when it came out. You muted. T Diddy. T T was talking. He was muted. You're muted. Uh. Did he? The horse <laughs> this this goes back to the That's armor. Right. This oh goes back part of the to you did this armor. To the horse armor. This, armor. this is our last thinking exercise of the night, and this <laughs> yeah, is yeah. where I want us to. I really want us to to take all of it in. Wait, hold okay. on. Wasn't Clyde? Was Clyde? Were you trying to make a point? I forget. It's late now. She, she, yeah, she said what she was going to say because T was m- m- muted, anyways. So, um, Kali, what is your favorite streaming um, service when it comes to like TV and movies? Not nothing, nothing video game related. It depends. I like them all. Well, just pick one. You don't I have to. Can't, name I one. like just them pick, all. Just pick. You're really being difficult. Just well, pick one. I mean, like, what's the first one that popped in your head? Netflix or HBO Max? Oh my God! There's Paramount for Star Trek. There's Netflix okay. for their series. There's okay. Amazon Let's, for, of course, Lord of the Rings and the the, the Wheel of Time. Let's go for with the that. Last of Us. Okay, okay. T T Diddy, name a subscription service. What's your name? It goes over. like what's this: one, what's one that Amazon, you like? Netflix, Paramounts, and. Uh, what I like, um, uh-huh. was it yep. the, um, something list on there's Amazon. With okay. Chris there, Pratt. There's a common theme uh, here, guys. That's, that's and really I didn't good. even, I mean, I'm just, I mean, that's I'm really, the really good. Guys making, it, making the plates. Macho man, fa- name a streaming service that you use. All right. What's this? What's the show you watch on there? Max. Oh, oh. Uh, I yes, like the uh, DC good. movies that they have. The exclusive, the exclusivity of the DC animated movies. They have like a bunch of them because they, they uh, and I think it was okay. uh, all right. Tricky. Well, no, 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 no. We do not give props movies. to Game and of Thrones because George R. R. Martin needs to get off his fucking ass and finish the books. He's not going to die before. Tricky. Right Name now, a streaming right. service, please, kind sir. Uh, I watch Netflix for their exclusive shows. I watch Prime Video for their exclusive shows. Oh I, watch, I, I watch HBO for. The Last of Us and new movies, but I'd say my number one streaming is probably Peacock for the WWE. There you go, Mister TMNT. Will you round us out with a streaming service that you like, huh, sir? Uh, if I had to pick one, hey. it'd probably be Netflix. Okay, and what's something you watch on Netflix? Stranger Things. Okay, oh, listen Apple. to me, guys. 
We forgot Every about single one of you, without being prompted, named a streaming service and immediately said an exclusive piece of content that you go there for. And yet, we will argue that Game Pass, the exclusives don't matter. Except you, that, let's... You, you, you just pointed my you own just, argument because I have a, a PlayStation because I want to play PlayStation games. I have an Xbox because I want to play Halo. I have a PC because I want to play great games at the way I want to play them. <laughs> but, but but that's like, exactly my point is that the reason why they exist is for the exclusive content. That's what draws you in. That's what brings you there. And if you are not delivering and then what you do deliver, you're, you're devaluing. Then what do you guys do? And you, you turn the subscription you service off and you move on to the next thing. I tried to, you know who I tried to get on the stand podcast and he wouldn't do it. Jim. Because Jim said, as a product owner, I get what Xbox is doing. Xbox is trying explain to what? explain I'm that sorry. to us. Then. I'm in the middle of I'm talking, sorry. sir. You know what? <laughs> Fine. You're, you're, you're right. But my point is, if if you if you're the wait, owner, wait a second. No, I really was waiting on the explanation. What are we doing here? Because I don't know yet. <laughs> What does what does Jim know that we don't know? That, that's what I, Jim. Are you sleeping or I'm yelling? Wake the me. fuck up, Jim. <laughs> Guys, but to, but, but now, your point, Kalai. You said you own an Xbox to play Halo, but you don't need to hold an Xbox to play Halo because you have that monster PC rig sitting next to you that you can play Halo on. You yeah. don't need an Xbox. Well, that's not true because we were playing Game of the Month Club. We're playing Game of the Month Club. You're trying to make excuses. You, you, you can't get through an Xbox person's head. This is, this is the moral of the story. Wait, no, this is, this is, <laughs> They have Stockholm Syndrome. They like being abused, and they're going to run right back to it, and they're going to say, give me the next number four. No, Why? Let me no, ask, no, let, let wait, me ask you a simple seriously, question. Seriously. Let me ask you a simple question. No, call, call, call. Let me ask you a simple question. Jeez, if I God. wanted to, right this second, can I buy Halo or play Halo on Xbox Game Pass? I'm going to finish my point because you keep fucking cutting me off and I'm getting exactly. fucking tired of it. answer the question because you know I'm right. What is the alien game that you guys love to play for that we played? I actually wound up beating on um for our game of the month club. Alien Isolation. No, not Alien Isolation. Yeah. Alien Nation. No, the other one. Uh, in space with the one guy. Dead space. Dead space. Dead space. Thank you. Dead space. I was going to play Dead Space on my PC. She's going to say she didn't buy it. No, seriously. That's not what I was going to say. Because I could play it through Game Pass on my PC. Matt said, do not do that. It is not great on the PC. It doesn't work. So I actually turned around and played on my on my system. So I actually played the entire game on my system. So you dusted your system. Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy. I had a blast playing that game. Uh, I started on my PC. It ran like shit. I went back over to the, the to the Xbox. I played on Xbox. Played the entire game on Xbox. Had no problem. So th- there's like no. reason for me. There's reasons to have both. I play on everything. I am. I I play everything because I like everything. My friend, oh, con- you're console agnostic. Yeah, I'm, I'm console agnostic. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> I like everything. Is, but the point is. To everything you just said, you just said, I started playing it on PC, but it was running like shit. 
Yep. But, but the fact of the matter is, is that it was available on PC. So there was no reason for you to buy an Xbox. The only reason in your logic that you just used was it ran better on console, which that starts the whole console versus PC master race conversation. We're not that's not what we're that's well, not what going. But the point is, and I go back to well, my question to you. Is, if I wanted to right now, can I buy Halo on my PC or and or play it on Xbox Game Pass? I can play it on yes. both. Not to mention so the reason why I own an Xbox because there's no reason for me to go out and spend two, three, four, five hundred dollars on a console when I have a PC sitting next to me. And Yet if I want to, still all I have to do PlayStation and you have five freaking ten monitors. Um, you know the reason why exclusives on PlayStation that don't come to PC until six months to a year later. So what? I have a million fucking games I could play. I have a million fucking games. I actually am I, thought. Am it, I the only one that doesn't want to put a bullet in my brain right now? The you know why I wanted to buy the Xbox because it took me. I did not buy an Xbox day one. I did not. Did do you like it. waste the money? No one did. I had PC, <laughs> and I Sing. I kept saying to my husband, "I want I want an Xbox. I want the new Series X." He's like, "Why you got a PC? To waste the money? To waste the money?" It, 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 you know what made him break down? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna circle this shit back right to our happy guests. wife, happy life. Game Pass for the fucking Halo system, which is a right. collector's item, which is why our guest is here, my friend. <laughs> right? Yeah. She brought a full circle. Oh, I got circle. <laughs> what I could buy that controller. And play PlayStation games with it on my PC. That's right. All right. Then we're going to end with that one. This one has been three hours of unadulterated awesomeness. I don't know if this has been a good show or a bad show, but I got to say it was entertaining nonetheless. Thank you, Kali, for coming on here, being our resident Stockholm Syndrome infused Game Pass player. Thank you, T Diddy, for all that you do. Mancho, it was, you were a blast tonight. And I got to say, you sounded great. You spoke well. For this to be your first appearance on a podcast, man, bravo, dude. You were a, yeah, a great, yes, very, very good. Bravo, very good stuff. Joe, right there. you really need to take, take some pointers there. Take some freaking pointers, Joe. How are you going to let this thank pre- you, freaking I'll- newbie come on here and out podcast you and your own? You've been doing this for so, years, brother. How are you going to let him sound better to you? Oh, I'm sorry, that's right, because you have a headset microphone. Listen, I don't care. <laughs> Tricky Mick. I'll uh, I'll 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 end oh, with yeah. this. I, I, I didn't want to say before I left why uh you know with the Max Payne thing. I will I will say this before. First off, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. It's a, it, it was a blast. Oh, shit, we're screwed. I've never been in a podcast <laughs> yeah. before. I told my friends I was going to be on my podcast. podcast. <laughs> I will say this, um, it's over now. Max Payne. Uh, I would say, oh, Max Payne was the first time I played that game was like in two thousand one or two when it came out, and I went to a friend's house, and I was I was very young. I was like in middle school, and I was blown away by it. But obviously, I was too young to play it, but I played at their house. Ever since then, when I played the game for the first time, I sat down, played the game, headset on, yes. everything. 
it the, the it's just I in my opinion it's a masterpiece of a game. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 voice acting is fantastic, the combat's great, the story is great, the way the story yes. is told is great. It's gritty, it's grimy, it's in the New York, it's dark, it's comic book like, and it's a guy on a revenge to find out who killed his 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 family. And I think something like that just really I, I like that kind of story, and I think that the game is just it's just a masterpiece, and I think it doesn't get enough credit that that it deserves i think so that is why that i i bought that game from you man and i appreciate you uh selling that game and having the game to sell and and it's just probably my top three games of all time and i i just love it such a great game so if you have not played max Payne one two or three i would say play them all i think they're very enjoyable games i think you can you can probably get them on playstation on uh xbox you know and they're just i got got a question for you a great which is more annoying in the video game the baby crying in max Payne, or press x to jason 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 That baby crying is kind of freaky though, because you're you're tripping balls on a bunch of pills and alcohol. Uh, baby might, crying. Be, might be the baby crying. It is, yeah, yeah, and that's a very. The thing is, with, when with the scene that obviously you don't see it, but when it's dark and you're coming home and you see that, I, I don't want to give it away. Who hasn't played it? I don't want to get too much, but it is it it it's a surreal, creepy feeling it's like you're in a it's like you feel like when you do in the nightmare scenes it mm-hmm. i don't want to give it away mm-hmm. but it's just so well that uh, that was disappointing so well, you know like what movie, we need to have you really back good. for a and max it's not like the movie i will horrible. play through those games so, again yeah i got some trophies to clean up yeah. on that ps4 port anyway so thank you macho tonight was a blast so glad to have you tricky mick it is always a pleasure, brother. Anytime you and I can get together, and especially tonight. Thank you. I thank wish you, we were you. doing video tonight to just get all the animations. You are alive and in your element, and I really appreciate oh, that. I, and I and I hope I didn't scare Macho or T uh, too much. <laughs> I, I'm usually not this animated while I'm podcasting, but I that interview has set a fire under my ass. Like I cannot <laughs> even believe that he gave that. And uh, to the Xbox apologist and the people with Stockholm syndrome to use Daryl's uh, thing, like a lot, <laughs> I can like I put a video in the the Lou Brothers Facebook book today. Like, how could you even look at Xbox and say and trust anything they have to you say can't. at this point? And I'm, I'm I'm at the point, and listen, I'm a Sony pony through and through. I give Xbox a lot of shit. The reality is, is I need Xbox. I don't want Xbox. I need Xbox to be profitable, to be successful, because it's going to push Sony. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, Microsoft and Xbox are failing so hard at this point that it's just easy for Sony to take jabs. The fact uh, you, if you remember years ago when. Oh my uh, God! They, we're it, never stopping this podcast. I, okay, we uh, gave you an out. You did this to yourself. Okay, dude, I want to go play Zelda. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say this and then I'll, I'll shut up. I promise. Midnight. When you look at the the way Sony trolled Microsoft after they came out with the whole DRM thing for the Xbox One, and they did that video with Adam Boyce and Shuhei Shuda. This is how you trade. Uh, you you let your friend borrow a game, and he hands it over. He goes, "That's it." That was it. That's that was- the level 
of trolling Sony could do right now and be successful. Mm-hmm. But they don't even have to do it because Microsoft is stabbing themselves and shooting themselves in the foot at every step. And I think Macho brought up the point. When is the last Xbox exclusive that you could say was good? You can't. I don't like Forza. Forza's good. That's not a, that wasn't that wasn't a first party game though. I'm sorry. He said I'm Xbox sorry. exclusive. He didn't say first party. Hey, it's only a timed exclusive. It's going to PlayStation in a few months. That's right. Once it's fixed, it's a beta test, actually. Joe, thank you, brother, for coming on here with no with problem. your 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 great microphone that we. Uh, you know, I only bring the, the qual- <laughs> I only bring the I bring the quality. That's what I bring. You trying to class to join up for us? I, I, I will, uh, I'll say shout out to everyone on here. Shout out to uh, Tricky. Uh, remember, Rangers suck. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Are, are you are the devils on the on the golf course yet? Hey, we still played five more games than you guys did. Yeah, but you know what? We would took five line. more L's, baby. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about hockey yet. But I'm going for it. Seven games to beat us, but it only took Carolina five to beat you. Hey, man. We should beat us when you had the chance. Should awesome. beat us when you had the chance. Now we're gonna have fucking Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. Watch. No, we don't. Well, we know Toronto's not going. No. <laughs> Canada's not going, period. Well, listen, Florida had a, I'm in Florida, Florida so they're going crazy this, in Florida uh, for the Panthers right now. Toronto. So they're they're happy about that. You know what? I, I I'll say right now, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I really hope the crack and win. You the never game. know what could happen. If, if, we're, if we're gonna have like game? hockey, can I just <laughs> We can switch this to after dark? Anyways, guys, thank you all so much for coming on here and Kali, even though it seemed obviously painful for you. Thank you for sticking in there. You need to bring JT for backup. I was, uh, Daryl, if I can, uh, if I can just say I, my buddies that are listening, that are going to listen, Ryan and Joel. Yeah, there you go. Thank you guys. Christian, for Kayla, and Jonathan. I love you all. This has been Loot Bros Podcast. I will come in and post and add all the leaderboards, all the other stuff. We definitely appreciate you guys. Also, the Game of the Month Club announcement is Jedi Fallen Order. That was the game that was, it was a dead tie forever in all those weeks that I was out of pocket. I was like, I'll let it sit, I'll let it sit. We still haven't had all the patrons vote. And then I came back in there. My vote was actually what kept it a tie. So I pulled my vote out. And voted just to kind of threw my vote away, and then boom, Jedi Fallen Order was the victor. So we will reconvene in a few weeks to do a deep dive on Jedi Fallen Order. And Macho, you're invited to come back, man. So we had a blast with you. And this has been Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to check out the Resident Evil YouTube channel because I got all kinds of Thank really you. awesome pickups that I'm going to be dropping videos on. And uh, one last thing, my nephew. Almost crapped his pants while we were out uh, game hunting not too long ago. And I told him while I was filming, I said, I'm going to leave this in because he's like, I, we got to go now. We were in this this place. And I was like, yeah. I was like, go use the bathroom now. I was like, number one, or number two. He's like, number two. It's like going to be so wet. And he's like freaking out. And he's never been on camera for like anything before. And I was like, dude, I'm leaving that in the video. And he laughed and said, okay. Sure enough, I left it in the video for him. So <laughs> the video that went live today. So when you're listening to this, go check out my most you recent. To, you can cut him into every episode now. <laughs> I'm going to crap my pants. All right. <laughs> We're out of here, guys. Thank you so much. Hi. Team, there's still questions that pop every so often of how committed is the company to this category? When are we just going to push Xbox out of the market? Um, there's a lot of Twitter firing of Phil right now, which is fine. I'm, I'm 
way overpaid for the role I have anyway. So like, I get that's my responsibility. Um, but we will remain committed to the game and the players um, as long as the players want to go play games. Uh, and uh, that's my commitment to the community. Um, I'm kind of at a low point right now in terms of my delivery on that commitment to the community. Uh, but it, it very much stays. I want to support the team. And I want to support the creative ambitions of the teams. And I want to support the players. And uh, we let a lot of people down this week with the launch of the game. Um, but we will we will continue to strive on. You have to, right? That's just that's what creative is about. All right, guys. This is Editor Daryl coming in at post to read you out the backlog beatdown updates and the leaderboard updates. Got some great stuff over here for you guys. All right. In first place, we've got I'm styling on your bro with 107. We got Redbeard Rick, second place with 77. JT with 52. Diego with 41. Gareth with 41. Yield with 39. Duplex with 38. Resident Daryl with 35. Trying casually games with 31. That is pretty impressive to see Mr. John Michael Smart that high in a leaderboard of, of completing games and getting points. Uh, bravo to you, brother. Next, we have Alex with 30, CJ with 26, MZ with 23, Departed with 22, Sadik with 22. We've got Kalai with 21, Jared with 20, Dino Killer with 12, James the Nerd with 10. We got one Plat Zach with 8. We got Jim with 7, Noah the Builder with 4, Sid with 3, Spider Packs with 3. He's on the board. Oh, Spider Packs got a platinum trophy this week. Knocking out the platinum and all stars. No, it's Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. Nickelodeon. That's a Nickelodeon. That's the uh, that's the other version. But yeah, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, a game that he and I knocked out together. And then once we platinum my because we did a lot of the multiplayer stuff together. Once I got the platinum under my name, he was like, Dad, I want the platinum under my name. So we flipped over to him and, and finished out his trophy list this week. So that was really good. And then Haley Pickle with two. So those are your backlog beatdown stat updates. Next up, we have the True Trophies leaderboards. So if you want to be a part of this, just go to truetrophies.com, set yourself up a profile, link it up with your PlayStation account, and then join the Elite Bros leaderboard. In first place, we have the Affectatious Donk with 837 trophies playing some Garden Simulator. Second place, we have Redbeard Rick, one of the Luke Bros GTTSC team members with 92 trophies playing some mummy pinball. Glad to see Rick going back for that one and cleaning that list up because that PS4 version that he's playing, I'm playing it too. And it is a little jank. It's got some glitches <laughs> and it is uh, not near as, I don't know. I think only it's terrible personally, but it definitely has some issues that version specifically. So good to see Redbeard Rick knocking that one out. Third place, that one's a goal. We're playing some Horizon Forbidden West. Good to see you there, JT. And then next up, we have Resident Daryl in fourth place with playing some Hot Shot Racing. This is actually a pretty competent racing game. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. We got this with the PlayStation Plus Extra. Not terrible, not terrible. Fifth place, rounding out the Luke Bros GTTSC team. We got Gaz Davis uh, also playing some Hot Shots Racing. So he actually told me about this game, and I jumped into it, and it's uh, it's pretty good. He's got 64 trophies, so I'm at 66. He's at 64. So second place, fourth place, and fifth place in this leaderboards are all our GTTSC team, which is 
doing very well this round. So we're having a good time with that. It's been a great competition. And uh, it's also nice to see our competition, the Raiders of the Lost Trophies, coming in there next. We got sixth and seventh place being Meesey Goats a lot and NC Nitro. Now, they're not reading out their trophy counts because they didn't make it to the top five. When you a scrub, say you a scrub. Next up, speaking of scrubs, <laughs> we've got the Xbox leaderboards, the True Achievements leaderboards. In first place, I'm styling on your bro with 4,100 achievement points. Uh, very nice playing some Sukuna attack. I have no clue what that is. Next, after that, in second place, we have Sony Pony to You with 3,640 achievement points playing Catacomb Master. Sounds like a reason to play on Xbox there, buddy. Catacomb Master, I'm sure that is a console seller. In third place, we have Sadie with 370 points playing some Halloween. Is he at the, uh, no, it is Gnome's Garden 5 Halloween, excuse me. And then uh, fourth place, GDI Master Ace with 325 achievement points playing some Potion Permit. And in fifth place, the Alpha Seagull with 80 achievement points playing Hogwarts Legacy. Old Hogleg. I do want to remind everybody that the next game club game will be Jedi Fallen Order. I kept wanting to say Jedi Fallen Survivor, which is not a game, but it probably will be. I mean, if they, if I got anything to do with it, I'm going to actually email those guys right now. Zempel, I'm saying, hey, man, I got a really cool name to combine the two Star Wars games to make like your third you know, installment of the trilogy. But yes, Jedi Fallen Order or whatever the last one was called. Uh, we're going to be doing that game next for the Loot Bros Game Club. So that's what you guys voted on on Patreon. And I do apologize for taking so long to get to it. We've had so much going on outside of the show but that will be a good, fun one to go over. And at this point, everyone has at least some sort of access to it. I believe it is on multiple subscription services still. I know it was when we added it to the list. So when we record on June 15th, we will do the review, the Loot Bros Game Club review on Jedi Fallen Order. So I hope you guys, if you've already played it, you can write in, you can carry, you know, kind of carry along the conversation with us. If you haven't played it yet or you started it, hadn't finished it like me, now's a good time to start jumping into it, give you a few weeks to get caught up. Or let's say, hey, I don't know that I want that game on my list. I don't know that I want to play that game, but I maybe I want to know what's going on. Watch a little recap on YouTube and join in all the fun. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Remember, check out Resident Daryl on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. And we're I'm going to end the show this week patching in the trophy rarity update from our good friend Gareth Davis. Thank you so much, bud, for doing this each and every week. It is a lot of work, and we think it's really cool. We think it's really awesome. So you guys can check this out, and we will catch you next week. Welcome back to another edition of the rarity update. Apologies for not recording one last week. It was a pretty hectic bank holiday weekend over in the UK for us. Uh, something had to give, and unfortunately, it was the audio recording for the for the rarity update. There was a written one uh, that can be found on the Facebook Trophy Looting group. Um, it's also been posted in the Loot Bros Discord um, as well, so you can see it there. <coughs> um, yeah, it, it was a it was a busy one, so apologies for that. But we are back, um, and a pretty monumentous occasion to say the least. Um, I thought we were going to get a full house of. Um, people earning trophies this week we were one person shy of doing that um, and it's probably not the person that you would automatically think so we 
ought to start this monumentous occasion in in style um which uh before we get into the update so uh as we go into the rarity league table we start at the bottom and without further ado Yes, we have it. We have our first trophy from OPZ. One Plat Zach has earned a trophy this week for the first time this year in Gundam Evolution. Great. But let's not get too carried away because it is only a 62.27% rarity. So it doesn't actually score many points, but. It's baby steps, and, and that is a, a is a baby step forward. And it's great to see welcoming back Zach into the PlayStation fold after all the turmoil and turbulence of the announcements recent uh, recently happening on the Xbox side. Phil Spencer's interview, devastating news for the Xbox community. And as we've seen Stylin coming back into it, we've seen Kali playing regularly. We've now got uh, CJ as well, um, mashing out points galore. Uh, and now we've finally got Zach, who has come back to the PlayStation side with the Xbox community, the Xbox side on its knees as it stands. But uh, there we go. Two points. That's his season's tally. Hasn't improved, hasn't changed, but we are on a trophy, which is progress. Next up is Kalai. Three weeks running. Um Two points this week addition. So it seems to be the standard two, but that's three weeks running that she has scored points. She's moved on to 32. Um, adrenaline in Slay the Spire at 38.70% gets her those two points, and that pulls her to within one point now of Darth Knight, who is the one person who didn't achieve a trophy, um, letting the side down, but you know, minus seven points is an improvement on last week's score. So make of it what you will on that. But uh, he's dropped down from 33, down to, from 40 points down to 33 with a score of minus seven this week and not not earning a trophy. So Kalai has him in his sights uh, and she'll be looking to move out of the bottom two with, uh, she only need a couple of points if she carries on the same sort of momentum that she has been doing. She'll do that next week. Next up, in 22nd place, is Departed 570. Um, again, it's another two-pointer, um, playing a bit of Dead Island 2. His rarest trophy didn't actually score him any points because it was at 62.1%, which means that his two points has come from Legacy trophies. But points are points. So he's on 112, so quite a bit of a gap between him and um, Darth Knight and Kalai. Next up in twentieth, uh, sorry, twenty-first place is Tross. He had eight points this week, uh, moving him on to one hundred and eighteen. So he's uh, pulled away. They were level him and um, departed last week, but he has now pulled clear, six points clear on one hundred and eighteen, and he's still going through Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, and his rarest trophy in that was at twenty-one point three one percent. We have. In 20th place, a big week for the Brain 76. I think this is probably his biggest week of the contest so far. 
Um, 46 points, moving him to 197. And his rarest trophy was in Saints Row uh, face-off it. And it's uh, worth a five points as well. It's 8.81%. So well done to Riley. Uh, moving, so he's only three points short of the 200. And he has closed the gap on um, Stink Palm on Jared. So Jared has moved on to 216. He had 200 points. He's had 16 this week. Um, and again, they seem to have come from legacy trophies, to be fair, because his rarest trophy was in Torchlight 2 at 53.98%. So um, if he was able to just sort of get a couple of the uh, you know, qualifying trophies, that could really, you see, if you had your score being impacted by 16 every week just from legacy trophies, you'd be posting a good score each week. So, um, so come on. So let's just tr- you know, try and get a bit rarer on those trophies, please. Um, because you aren't too far behind Tricky Mick, who you're 15 points behind Tricky Mick. Tricky's on 231. He had three points this week. Um, rarest trophy in Gotham Knights, Icebreaker. Um, but uh, yeah, only three points this week. So uh, I think this week Tricky will really need to be starting to pick up that um, that Pele controller. Um, and start playing a few more games. He isn't too far, though, behind Homer. Homer gets duffed, is on 240. Again, fairly subdued week from Homer. He had sort of picked up pace uh, over the about a month ago when he got his PS5. He has dropped down to uh, slow the pace down a little. Uh, he had, two, as I said, two points this week, taking him to 240. He's nine ahead of Tricky. Um, his rarest trophy was a good one, though. It was the platinum trophy in Diablo Three, which uh, a couple, a couple of people was, were able to uh, to achieve this week. So, um, with that that being said, that means then if his platinum, he only got two points, and he got the platinum, which was thirteen point two nine, which was a a rare. He must have lost lost points on legacy trophies uh, that to work out. Um, next up, sixteenth is. JT. Uh, he had four points this week, so he's now a clear 50 points ahead of um, of Homer. Um, his rarest trophy was uh, an uncommon, so just one point worth, and that was in Horizon Forbidden West at 44.21%. So obviously JT is one that splits his time between the different platforms um, and that occasionally affects his uh, his rarity score, um, depending on what platform he's been playing each week. So it looks like he's probably been, uh, you know, trying to garner a bit of support for the Xbox side, perhaps maybe to, uh, you know, after recent revelation. Um, next up into going into the top fifteen now, we've got uh, Joe, Mister TMNT, who has dropped a place. He had eleven points this week. Uh, four hundred and sixty-six the total. So it's a it's a big jump up there of so one hundred and seventy-six points now between fifteenth and sixteenth. So it's kind of like got a little mini league going on between uh, the bottom section of that table from sixteenth down. Um, it will take some certainly on the scores that have been posted recently. It will take some sort of you know monumental effort really to get break into the top fifteen for any of the ones below there, uh, considering out those bottom what nine only two achieved double figures um 
and one actually was negative. So JT is 15th. So this is at 466. His rarest trophy was in Dungeon Punks at 30.49%. Um, and he is not too far behind Sadak. Sadak actually overtook him thanks to 22 points this week. Um, and he did achieve a, a good trophy, a rare, tro- an ultra rare trophy. Um, in, in Gauntlet, Accomplished Master at 4.53%. He's on to 475. So there is only nine points difference between those two, and they sort of swung back and forth fairly uh, fairly regularly. Um, and it looks, with it being that close, that that will probably continue to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. In 13th place, we've got Dupes. He dropped down two places. Um, He's on 538 points. He had nine points this week, and he is still going hard on Final Fantasy. He's gone through consecutively one through six, uh, still playing, still playing six as it stands. But his rarest trophy was in uh, Final Fantasy V, and that was at 33.64%. And one of the, um, we actually had the um, place pay people who overtook him was Diego. Um, Diego had 36 points this week, taken into 563. And his rarest trophy was actually, we'll come on to it in a bit, was the rarest trophy of the week. And just to give you an idea of how competitive the rarest trophies of the contest are, his rarest trophy of the week was at 1.19%, but that still wasn't good enough to be able to get him into the top five rarest trophies of the competition. So um, well done to to Diego for getting that trophy at least. Um, and that was for challenge master in binary domain he's on as i said 563 um and he's about 33 points off uh mz mz nitro who had another cracking week um 80 points this week as he's battling to keep his team in the gttsc event they're a li- they're struggling a little bit this this week um the other t- both him and George were limita- eliminated from the solo event, um, but they are battling for their lives in the in the team event still. And he's had eighty points, taking him to five hundred ninety six, five hundred ninety six, um, and that took him above Sadak and and Dupes. His rarest trophy again was an ultra rare. So his ultra rares, I think he's now on six, and all six have come in the last two weeks, um, probably as a result of competing in the GTTSC event. So uh, that was the deep end in Minecraft at 4.74%. Next up, as we enter the top 10, we've got Resident Daryl still holding his position in that top 10. ONZ has closed the gap. There is just 10 points between them now. Um, Daryl is on 606 points. And his rarest trophy is was... Um, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, which I believe is the uh, yeah the platinum in that, so it, that was at thirteen point five percent. So that was uh, a good high scoring trophy for the GTTSC event. So well done to Daryl on that. He's contributed massively this week for our team event, uh, over two thousand points, and he's obviously continuing to um, score well in this contest as well as a result. 
in ninth place, staying in ninth. So the rest of the the rest of the table in terms of positions is as you were from from the previous week. But uh, obviously, some people are closing the gaps on others or extending them. Um, but yield is in ninth place still. He had eleven points this week, uh, moving him to six hundred and fifty-seven. So Darren is closing the gap on on yield there. Uh, there's now fifty-one points between them. So. That's certainly something Darrell will have um, his eyes on. Um, but like his brother, his rarest trophy of the week um, was the Platinum in Diablo 3. So 13.29%. Next up, we have Affectatious Donk, CJ. Um, again, in the GTTSC event, um, he had 34 points this week. He's on, So he's pulled away a little bit from yield. Yield had caught up to him, but CJ's accelerated over the last couple of weeks just to just to put a bit of ground between him and Yield, and he, as I said, he's on seven hundred and twenty points, so it's about a what's that sixty three point difference. Um, his rarest trophy. He's obviously following, seeing that style, seeing how rare Stylin's trophies are within the uh, Train Sim World um, DLC packs and whatnot. He's gone. Train Sim World 3, and that's at 10.45%. Uh, um, not as rare as some of the ones that Styling gets, but it's uh, still a good trophy to get. Um, moving into the top eight, uh, top seven, is Corey. Corey had 21 points, uh, 760 points overall. Looks like Corey's been playing... Um, the new game that came out on PS Plus, uh, The Essential, which was Chivalry 2. So um, if you like, I think it's online only, but it um, um, looks quite an interesting, interesting game uh, if you're into those sorts of things. But um, he's been progressing well in that game, looking at his trophies that he's achieved. But as I said, he had 21, taking him to 760, so he's 40 points clear of CJ. But... 203 points. Then we have a sort of a, a jump to Alex. Um, he has 963. So as I said, 203 points between him and um, Corey. He had 15 points this week as he is continuing. I think, though, it just missed the cutoff for this week. But his rarest trophy came in again another PS Plus Essential giveaway, which was... Um, Tales of Iron, uh, I think that was given away last month. Um, it was at forty three point three six percent. But I think since then, I'm pretty sure that I have seen him achieve the platinum trophy. Uh, if not, it was certainly the story completion. But uh, pretty sure it's a, so that that will count for next week if he has got the platinum on that. Um. So yeah, so he is in. He's literally right in the middle, bang, between. Um, in terms of points difference between the position above and the position below. So as I said, 203 positions, uh, points above Corey, but he is 206 points below Redbeard Rick in fourth place. Rick had a massive week, 125 points scored. Again, another competitor in the uh, Team Luke Bros. A um, lot of his trophies are rarity. Uh, he, he did have the second rarest trophy of the week as well um but his he's gone to back to uh, playing vr so uh 
the R trophies are traditionally rarer than than a lot of the others. So he's um, no surprise that the game he's playing, which is Skyrim in VR, um, but he's had yeah that was master criminal at one point nine six percent, and his hundred and twenty five points has caught him up significantly with me. I had a sort of quite sorry he's not in fourth place, he's in fifth place, so I'm in fourth. Um, but he's caught me up. We tried a nice sort of gap going into sort of the, with this week or two, but he's wiped that out virtually completely. So uh, there's only 11 points difference between Rick and I. Uh, now I had 45 points this week. Um, I'm on 1,180. Uh, my rarest trophy was a very rare one in Angry Birds Star Wars, which was a game that I hadn't uh, played since 2015 or something like that. And I saw it, I was just going flicking through my library of sort of games that I would just sort of play. Um, I think it was to do, I, the reason I put it on was because the challenge for last week was in the GTTSC event was to earn 20 trophies uh, from either games that had Star or Wars in the title or trophies that had the same Star or Wars. So when I was going through, I'd achieved that in quite a few games and i needed about another three or four just to sort of top it up to get get to that 20 and um rather than starting a brand new game with something i didn't own or, or purchasing a new game i just went back to to that and was able to sort of knock out a couple of trophies and and since then i've sort of managed to do a few more as well so um i'll have a, probably my rarest trophy next week will be from from that as well i would have thought um because i've already earned that today which has missed this cutter um Massive jump. So the top three are sort of clear of, of me and Rick, though Rick will probably have more of a say in it than I will of trying to catch that third person. Um, <clears throat> third person probably won't be third in, in a couple of weeks, but the way he's motoring, which is I'm styling on your bro. Again, 194 points, 1,436 for a total. Um, absolutely flying at the moment. Um, he's sort of People are laying down the challenges and he's sort of wiping the floor with them at the moment. So he has progressed right up through. Um, and the more he has progressed, the more he seems to have played. So albeit it's all from the same game or sort of same genre of games. It's, it's all the train sim world stuff. Um, the rarity on those is because the, the DLC is looking at the owners doesn't garner too much uh, support in terms of purchases. From, from people, you look at the owners of the DLC, it's about 30, 35, 40 people. And if only sort of two or three people have got that trophy, then obviously that means the, the rarity on it is, is going to be so, so, so low. Um, and that's what's happened in this case as well. So his rarest trophy was also the third rarest of the week at 1.98% in Train Sim 3 um, VR363 building experience. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, in second place, it's just keeping ahead, keeping his uh, nose ahead of styling, is Marky Fraser. He passed the 1500 point mark. He had 120, so not to be sniffed at. That's our second, third highest score of the week, um, uh, which is a really good effort to get to 120, considering we've got few people who have not earned that all, all year. Um, but his. Rarest trophy was um, in Risk Urban Assault at 3.74%. As I said, he's on 1,508. So he's got a lead of about 70-odd over Stylin. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see what happens with those two next week, whether Styling can actually uh, overtake Mark Fraser or whether Fraser will hang on in there. And uh, top of the pile, as usual, but lead cut slightly was Mies Goats a lot. I say cut slightly, it was cut by about 79 points, so um, a decent chunk taken off. Uh, but he is comfortably ahead still of over 700 points clear. 2,217 points. 41 is his lowest probably since the opening week um, of the contest. Probably still reeling from the fact that he, he dropped out of the solo GTTSC event. A uh, bit of an unexpected one on that, given how the scores he was posting and the sort of bonuses he had still in hand. But I think he felt that he could get away with it. However, the scoring in that contest is extremely high at the moment, um, or this year compared to how it has been in previous years. And uh, and he suffered by dropping out, um, <coughs> dropping out of that competition. But his rarest trophy was in Goat Simulator. The world is your canvas at ten point ten percent. Sorry, I've had a cough for about two weeks now, and it just will not go away. I'm hoping it goes away before I go on holiday in two weeks. Um, so the rarest trophies of the week in fifth place, we have accomplished master in Gauntlet, four point five three percent, and that is Sadak, and that was for taking ten thousand cumulative damage as the wizard. In fourth is Marky Fraser. The ultimate challenge in Risk Urban Assault, 3.74%, and that was for winning seven games in a row. I'm Silent Bro, uh, Train Sim World 3 DLC, BR363 Building Experience, and that was for Complete the DB BR363 Scenario Cement Mixer. No idea what that means or is. Redbeard Rick, um, Master Criminal. In Skyrim VR, 1.96%, and that was a bounty of 1,000 gold in all nine holds. And the rarest trophy of the week was Diego with Challenge Master in Binary Domain at 1.19%. So, a really good effort there to get into that. And that was for clearing all the online challenge modes. So, that's a PS3 game. So, that's some effort to complete all the PS3 online challenges. Uh, so, well done to you. Well done to all five of you actually who got into the rarest trophy of the week. Um, good to note that all five were ultra rares this week, actually, as well. So nothing higher than a 4.53%. Um, weekly Platinums, <clears throat> as we go through the rarest, uh, sorry, sorry for most, the common, most common to rarest is, so the Brain 76, not a game that I'm familiar with or even heard of, actually, let alone familiar with, is uh, Sleeping Guy. Uh, that's at 67.76 rarity. So it doesn't sound like it's a um, rat plat or spam or anything like that. If it's at 67, that, you know, you that's low for, for one of those types of games. Though not a difficult one by the looks of it. Um, Affectatious Donk at 66.67 for instant sports all-stars. So well done to CJ on that one. <coughs> we had JT, that one to go. Spider-Man Remastered, 62.76%. Um, do I say well done on this one or not? Because this was, when I looked through it, um, timestamp was for every single trophy was the same. So he's obviously uh, done the old um, auto-pop on that one. 
platinum's a platinum though so well done um next up we have yield who is first of two platinums it was in guns gore and cannoli two i think he did the first one last week he's done the second one this week that's at 56.25 percent next up is red bit um myself um with mummy pinball 21.72 percent it's um janky which is why i think it's such a low um rarity it shouldn't it's not a difficult game really but it is takes a bit of time and effort and if you're not sort of um patient with it it will you'll you'll just give up because it's not worth it's not that great to be to be investing loads of time in it so you you do with if you're going to knock it out you want to knock it out fairly quick um but um next up we have both um homer and yield is second uh they both obviously must have been playing together but they had it at uh for diablo 3 at 13.29 percent resident daryl for nickelodeon all-stars brawl um in fact this one is ever so slightly more common than the last one i've just read out but that was for 13.58 percent so well done to you on that one but the rarest platinum of the week goes to redbeard rick and he did it on uh, another ps3 game which was worms 2 armageddon and that was an ultra rare one at 4.84 percent so well done to everybody again this week uh again i hope you're um enjoy listening to this sorry that it wasn't one last week um but i'll try to get them done each week certainly up to holiday there may have to be a little break when i'm I'm away for sort of nearly two weeks i'll see what i can sort out though and um yeah that's it for me and uh, enjoy the rest of your days whatever you're doing cheers Line. I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We were one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run. There's only cowards run on the front line. I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We were one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run. There's only cowards run. I'm coming down with a sound like you ain't never heard. I'll do whatever it takes to get the message heard. You can try to run away, but you can never hide. The ring of wrong that you were made that can't be changed, right? Sick and swim, fight or run. This is your choice. I use this music as a weapon. This is my voice. Words of hope that I hope this is what I do. It breaks my heart when I see what this world has come to. Going through so many things, yet I'm still here. Face the battle head on, showing no fear. My clarity, I serve a God that brings hope and loves you and sees all of these things you go through. On the front line, I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We were one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run. There's only cowards run. On the front line, I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We were one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run. There's only cowards run. First two, just listen to what I'm bringing you. About to step on some toes with what I'm letting loose. I'm telling you, life is hard. You feel like falling apart, and all you see is the scars of these things past. You may be close to the edge, just standing out on the ledge, ready to jump. Stop, listen, please step back. Only the cowards will run when things get tough. Only the cowards will run when things get rough. Heartbreak, tears fall, guys, stay the same. He's the only one that can take away the pain. Insane that he can love us even through our flaws. We don't deserve a single thing, but he gave it all. On the front line, I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We were one.
one day answer for the things we've done But I refuse to run, cause only cowards run On the front line, I can see the enemy I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me We will one day answer for the things we've done But I refuse to run, cause only cowards run And you can try and run away You can try and run away But only cowards run away Only cowards run away You can try and run away, but only cowards run away. On the front line, I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We will one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run, cause only cowards run. On the front line, I can see the enemy. I feel the battle of ages raging inside of me. We will one day answer for the things we've done, but I refuse to run, cause only cowards run. Then you can't try and run away You can't try and run away Holy cow!